All right. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to the Dark Side Podcast, episode two in the house. I'm your host, David Viano. And I'm Matt Elias. You said we have to clear things up. From last week. Yeah. We have a little apology slash correction yeah. to a little little bit that we did last week. We accidentally... And a little bit of a flex thrown in there, too, with some new information we found out. That's true. I'll get to that. Yeah. So last week, we accidentally threw a little shade on the wonderful state of Minnesota, specifically Minneapolis. We have to add wonderful in there, though. Is it that wonderful? Did it Did it feel like it was added on? A little bit. Okay. The state. The Minnesota. state. I don't want to, like, gas it up. So it turns out that there are some dark siders in the state of Minnesota. Thank you. One of them got a hold of us to let us know that there are some things that go on in Minneapolis, which I didn't know. Yeah, personally. I thought, like you said, I thought it was ice fishing. They have ice fishing. It's not a bad thing. <laughs> it's not a good thing, though, either. So our dark sider from Minnesota let us know that. Here are some things that go on. Okay. In Minneapolis. There's a lot of stuff that happens in the Twin Cities, but it's not controversial, so it's not in the news very much. That's a fair point. Okay, true. A ton of very large traditional companies are headquartered there, like Target, Best Buy, General Mills, United Health, Echo Lab, and it means a lot of jobs compared to the surrounding areas. And then, look at this, Iowa and South Dakota ain't got shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I wasn't saying they did. <laughs> I wouldn't think they have anything either, neither Dakotas. I don't know, man. I, we've got a little competition going between the flyover states. <laughs> <laughs> They're throwing shade at each other. Like. I don't know. Yeah, maybe if... if uh, I, I honestly don't know enough about South Dakota or Iowa Now to we're going to have someone reach comment. out to us from Hopefully, them. yeah. So if anybody... Like, Anybody in Iowa, South Dakota, if you'd like to defend yourself, please let us know. We're going to get through all 50 states eventually. D-A-R-C darksidepodcast at gmail.com. He also went on to say that Minneapolis was a hotbed of music in the 80s. And I can't believe being a musician, he's one of my favorites. Uh, it's a tragedy that I forgot about Prince. He's from Minneapolis. Okay. Minnesota guy. Yeah. So the Replacements. Also, Husker Du. Really? Yeah. I never knew the Replacements were from there. Soul Asylum. Babes in Toyland. And Information Society, and I don't know this last Wait, time. Soul Asylum. Mm-hmm. Aren't they the runaway train? Yeah. Isn't that the them? 90s, okay. Yeah. yeah. And, oh, he said this, and this is uh, your department. Yeah. As far as currently, there's a hip-hop collective known as Doom Tree. Doom that he, Tree. That he recommends we check out. Do they go, like, record in the trees? Do they have trees? That's a good question. So I'm just picturing, like, an ice shelf you know <laughs> barren land with ice everywhere yeah <laughs> even in the summertime i'm sorry i we're trying to not do that this week <laughs> it's kind of hard not to though they're an easy target he says rhyme sayers which is a hip-hop label yeah i know rhyme sayers yeah and apparently they have atmosphere yeah okay minnesota hits a little harder than what we gave it credit for yeah. so i just want to put that out there they have some like backbone and credit and my man also fired back a little wasn't i want to say he threw shade back but he did sort of check us in pittsburgh a little bit i mean that's totally fine he said that the only things that he knows about pittsburgh are <laughs> he said that we put fries on salad yeah that's a well-known fact a great thing to be known for yeah steak salads are like if if someone brings me a steak salad in a restaurant and if it doesn't have fries i'm just sending it back i, I don't want it so you're like pittsburgh bougie yeah who wants a healthy salad if i'm going to a restaurant and paying for a salad Fuck me up with that salad. Like, <laughs> don't give me greens with dressing. I want a full-blown fuck me up steak on that thing with fries. 
<laughs> a whole bed of fries. Yeah, so for those of you that don't know, in Pittsburgh, it's uh, almost a meme at this point that we, we put fries on salads. Sandwiches. Fries on sandwiches as well. Which yeah. I'm going to, a lot of people in Pittsburgh are going to hate me for saying this. It's overrated. I feel like it gets kind of soggy. It does. Yeah. It gets way too soggy, way quick. It's not enjoyable. Yeah. Same with the whole like Permanis hype with putting coleslaw and french fries on a nah, sandwich. Get I the fuck out of here with that. I can't do that. Can't do it. No. It's overrated. I don't like coleslaw at all. Nah. I mean, I don't mind coleslaw if it's good coleslaw. What is good coleslaw? I don't know. It's it's. It, <laughs> well, I, I okay, really don't I think know. You just proved my point. You just have to have three different kinds in front. Just like you a, three different kind of coleslaw, and I'll tell you why. Like that's the only way I can do it. I can't do it off the top of my head right now. I couldn't even begin to understand how there'd be three different kinds of coleslaw. There has to be a lot of salt and pepper involved on it. So I mean, it's not good plain. I'm gonna Doesn't say that. Doesn't that just you just put that on there to distract you from the awful taste of the coleslaw? Kind of. Yeah. It's not good without. I don't know. It's not good plain. I'll just say that. Just as I suspected. <laughs> it's a very popular KFC side, though. All right. So, our first topic for the day involves the reigning champion, Alex Jones. Where to begin with Alex Jones? Yeah, I'm just going to say it right off the bat. Alex Jones is an entertainer. That's all Alex Jones is. For sure. He's not... How do I say this? News. His, his news is isn't really news, I'd say. Okay, this is like the best way to generalize it. Infowars is how everyone says like fake news nowadays, like they say CNN's fake news, like all that. Infowars is probably like the definition of fake news. We were talking about the the information crisis, as I call it last week. And yeah. that was one of the things that I was thinking of like Alex Jones fans and like Rush Limbaugh and you know these other radio personalities like that. The fans of those of those shows or it's like a cult. Yeah. He, like, I put him as the same, like, I feel like a lot of people who like Alex Jones, like Breitbart and stuff like that, too. Yeah. It's just kind of right. one-sided, very one-sided. I'm trying to think of the, another good word for it. I can think of a lot of words yeah. for it. It's manipulative. Yeah. I think it is it's a great one. brainwashing. It's, exactly. It's the only, like, way to describe it. It is, it is brainwashing it's like material. A cult. It reminds me of that. He takes people who love conspiracy theories, who go deep into down the rabbit hole of these conspiracy theories, don't believe, like, that anything is real on the mainstream news, mm-hmm. all of that, and he lets people ride with it, man. And people believe him. Like, that's the whole thing. Like, people actually, because he has, well, I don't know, like, how like, big on it any, with InfoWars he is anymore with the whole... YouTube blocking his content and everything. I don't know what's going on with that nowadays, but he had... So, so YouTube actually blocked some of his content? Yeah. I'm pretty sure, like, InfoWars is not allowed on YouTube anymore. They're done. Do you know why? What were the grounds for that? Um, Because of the stuff he was talking about, like the Sandy Hook conspiracies, a lot of yeah. that stuff, I feel, was like... Yeah. And, I, and I agree, that stuff is hard. And, like, a big thing that we're well, talking so, about today... So tell is me about... The, the Sandy Hook conspiracy when, you know, for people who might not know about Alex Jones because he's not exactly mainstream. Well, of course, there was a mass shooting. I believe this was back in 2012. The Sandy Hook shooting the Sandy was. Sandy Hook shooting. Yeah. Um, Connecticut, right? Yeah. And it was in an element. I don't know. It was an elementary school. Mm-hmm. It was, and um, like first grade class, I believe. Yeah. Anytime that a shooting or something happens, there's always the conspiracy theorists out there that don't want to make it think that it's really a real thing. Yeah, I've seen And want to say that all it's these. pretty like, disturbing. Yeah. Actually. And um, they want to say that all this information is wrong, like they're misled. All these people were like uh, actors that they hire. Crisis actors. Yeah, crisis. I was trying to think of the word. I couldn't yeah. think of it. I was thinking like tragedy actors, but that didn't sound right. And that's all bullshit. Yeah, 100%. Mm-hmm. 100%. But 
he goes on his platform, Infowars, and rants and raves about this stuff, yelling. Mm. And, and and if you watch Alex Jones, he's a genius about the way that he does shit. Oh, I agree. Genius about that because he gets people focused and riled up about it because there's just him yelling at you on he's a, a salesman. Yeah. We were starting to talk about the conspiracy. Yeah. Alex Jones was spreading this idea that sort of like fake moon landing, like Sandy Hook was like a hoax by yeah. the government. And I could see the appeal of it. Yeah. You know, you want to feel like you're a part of this club and you know what's going on and everyone else doesn't. Right. But this is, it's malicious because you can trace the reasoning behind a narrative like that because it goes back to, remember when we were talking last week about the first piece of legislation that was put in by the last Congress. Yeah, how that made people with uh, mental illness to be able to get weapons. And we said, who does that help? The gun companies. And that's the same thing with this. Yeah, like what you said with the gun with gun companies and stuff. Well, that's who this, that's who the calling a, all these mass shootings, calling when, when, when you have these weirdos like Alex Jones and yeah. the conspiracy theory crowd uh, will jump all over these hoax hoax stories yeah, um, as soon with as stuff like happen. that. Think about who benefits from that. What does that narrative serve? It's just building up this long view picture that again, it just feeds that Second Amendment, the government's coming to take your guns. Right. Thing. And, and a lot of people believe that in this mm-hmm. country. A and I lot get of it. people go I heavy get about it. that. I yeah. said last week, these, I, I would call them victims of the information crisis. Yeah. I, I don't, I don't think it's their fault. No, it's not. They just Because I can certainly understand um, the appeal. Yeah. You know? And it goes a lot with that too. Nowadays, people read headlines. They don't read into the whole story. They just read what the headline says. Yeah. I mean, I'm guilty of it. it. Me too. I've done it before, definitely. And then someone, I've told someone that exact story and they're like, did you actually read the article? And you get called out on it and you feel like a dumbass in all honesty. It, it, it kind of hurts, but you got to deal with it. But I feel like most of the time people are just going to take you at your word because they don't click on it either. Exactly. And I've, I've been guilty of doing that as well. And then mm-hmm. I later researched it and found out like, that wow. whoever told me that was completely wrong. We were having a conversation and we were both just full of it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it happens. It totally happens in this country anymore. But but Alex Jones has spread that that hoax idea that he he's he famously pushed this idea that Sandy Hook didn't happen, the shooting didn't happen. Yeah. And it was faked and by people, whoever. People who fed into it go hard about that on the internet, man. Yeah, no doubt. I was watching a video this morning about one of the children who died. His father uh, I think it was called that uh that now this People who you still you'll see their videos on Facebook and everything. Yeah, I've, I've they did a story about it. Um, a few mo- it was like six months ago or so, and it was the dad of one of the victims. He was around six years old, like I just said, and he's talked about how that's been just like a life wrecking thing for him because he's always has to revisit that time. Like, not only is it tragic enough that your six year old child who was in school, like you know, supposed to be one of the safest place places that you were able to Terrible. feel as a kid comes in like this dude comes in unloads on him he gets shot dead right there six years fucking old this dude has had to go so far as to upload his son's death certificate his birth certificate pictures of him grow from a child at like i mean from a baby to what the age he was now which was six i said and people still don't believe it so this so this dad sandy hook dad actually is uploading this stuff to try and combat the conspiracy theory stuff yeah yeah, wow. and um, still, people just don't want to hear it, man. People were yeah. so brainwashed into I mean, thinking think that it's a real thing. He said that's he's not, not most people. I think most people are not in that conspiracy theory crowd, right? But there's enough of them that it is dangerous. Well, I dude, would he say. said he had to relocate five times since this has happened, like because of being harassed. Or? Yeah, 
that's un- unreal. It, it's unbelievable. Like you just feel so bad for this dude because, like I said, and you, you want to see the the damage that's caused by this conspiracy theory stuff. There it is, yeah, right there. Exactly. Because people get so riled up by by this crap, and and Alex Jones, like again, it's back to him being skilled. Yeah. Because what he's doing is selling stuff. Right. Right. Um, I get it. I get you know, <laughs> I get the the career path yeah but like there are real consequences to Cause, that because like you said he he's basically a salesman and like during info wars like the whole time he would sell all this ridiculous yeah, he stuff. sells his like doomsday food like those buckets of yeah like howard powdered. stern actually made a joke about that yeah like, i saw that where they did the cooking show yeah were they, they, i don't know were those actually alex jones buckets or were they someone else's there were some do, doomsday food buckets like freeze-dried stuff yeah it was funny i'm not 100 percent sure but like it was even like when he got when his platform got announced on youtube and everything he was like they were making fun of him like oh like where what platform is he gonna have now and they hit like i don't know if it was real or not but they had like an alex jones like call in and be like trying to like talk to howard about all those things while still selling all these different like supplements and stuff he was like oh yeah well if you want this you should get this energy booster that we sell on our website it's ridiculous right and he's great at it he's i've seen the show he's amazing kind of made me want to buy doomsday food I wouldn't even know. If I, like, walked into someone's house and set, and saw, like, they have a whole garage prepped with doomsday food, I would not look at them the same, like, probably, like, for a while. I have experienced that. I've seen, really? Yeah. yeah. That's that's interesting. That's why I don't... I try not to judge, because I do think it's a little absurd, but be, just because I, I don't think necessarily the idea of being prepared for some kind of emergency survival situation is the craziest thing. No, I think it's there's a not. lot of crazy people that go way too far into that. Yeah. But like These people that are making like $100,000 bunkers. But I bet you those Alex Jones doomsday buckets are way way marked up. You could oh, probably yeah. go get freeze-dried food for a reasonable price, oh, you yeah. know. And it's that uh Jim Baker, that that pastor. He's like a televangelist and it's the same deal. Okay. He just does uh, he's actually I don't his, I don't know if I know him or not. We'll have to do some stuff about Jim Baker. Okay. He's hilarious, but they, they just hawk this doomsday food and stuff. Oh, Jesus. I would say guys like Jim Baker and, uh, who else that? Joel Olsteen. Yeah, Joel Osteen, yeah. It's the greatest scam ever. Dude, it's the biggest hustle in the world. You were Tax-free just... baby. Oh, oh. Like, especially like Scientology. Think about that, man. Even some of the churches and stuff that these people have, like that are millions and millions and millions of dollars, mm-hmm. like the high high tech everything. There was even a meme going around not too long ago where a pastor he was hooked up on like a suspending zip line sort of thing, but it was motorized, and he was like acting like he was like flying and floating down like in the beginning of the service and stuff, like he was like Jesus or some shit. I appreciate that. Yeah. That's some excellent production value. Yeah. You know? It makes church not boring. It's like less insulting. Yeah. I could see that. No. I could see that. But then like if I was if I was a member of that church and you give these people money every week, you're like, this is what my money went into so you could fly around the church. I'm sure they're happy for about 10 it. minutes. But I mean, yeah, they're probably entertained by it, I guess. If you go there weekly, you do want some entertainment. So the the uh, but the current news about Alex Jones. So here's a headline for you. This is from Forbes. Judge orders Alex Jones to turn over Infowars marketing and financial documents. Yeah, that That's sounds. I have up right here too. That sounds ominous. Mm-hmm. And then, by the way, the photo that they picked of him. I always love looking at the pictures that they choose. Whenever you see an article about someone, yeah, they always pick a photo that like if they're if so this photo's got Alex Jones like he's got like his, his hand on his head and he just looks kind of you know flabbergasted and sad okay yeah 
<laughs> they always do that. Yeah, they do. Like when you see the, I see the, uh, like um, when Fox Fox News is always trying to trash whoever they think is a a threat yeah. on the Democrat side. <laughs> They always pick these. I love it because whoever's picking the photos when they do that, it's great. Like they always do uh, Alexandria Casio Cortez. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They're doing this thing where they're trashing her all the time. All the time now. But the photos that they because she's a really she's really pretty. She's yeah. really attractive. But they pick these photos where she's like mid mid word. Yeah. And she just looks like crazed because mm-hmm. they're trying to make her look crazy. Yeah. I appreciate it. Hey, yeah. I, I understand the skill and that it, goes behind having to dig and find a photo to push your narrative. I appreciate the. The, the craft of it. Yeah. And it works like on both sides too because people do it with Trump all the time too. But it also could be just Trump looks like a toad and there is no good <laughs> picture of Trump. So it's like, it's kind of in between <laughs> with that say, one. Like, have you seen a good picture? <laughs> no. Like there's literally, it's always like just like two giblets hanging down off his neck and like just looks like he, like every time he needs to shake his head, like it's just going to wiggle back and forth for three minutes without any interruption. <laughs> giblets. Like, that's just what, like, that's every picture I see of Trump is like that. Oh, my God. <laughs> wow. You ever see Monsters, Inc.? Yeah. The woman, like, uh, like, isn't, like, that Mike Wazowski's always trying to, like, hit on, like. Wazowski. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He Wait, looks like that, kind of. She's He hits on her? Yeah, I think so, to, like, kind of sweeten the deal. Oh, like, yeah, a little, yeah. Just, like, one of those things. Like, a little, like, she, but she's help. not having it, though. Oh, no, no. Not at all. <laughs> but um getting back to the alex jones thing yeah back to important six families important subjects were involved in this case like six families of the victims went after him uh they want and they actually won on friday this just happened like on the 11th from sandy hook yeah uh granted the family's discovery request allowing them to access among other things info wars internal marketing and financial documents which if those go public it's going to be interesting to see the, all their tactics that they use and what goes into them and how much, because this is going to expose how much bullshit they have going on in their, in their sector. You're talking like uh, shenanigans behind yeah. the scenes. Cause like they shouldn't have been doing this for how many years, but they kept amping it up cause it gets them views and everything. And people like, like you said, people fall for it. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be interesting. And I'm glad these people are getting some justice among this. Cause it has to be so difficult dealing with this for the past Almost seven years now. Mm-hmm. This has to be terrible to have to deal with that. Not only do you have to deal with the death of your child that never got to grow up, you never got to see him grow up or anything. Mm-hmm. You have to deal with this every single day, waking yeah. up and seeing Alex Jones um, just talk trash on your family for no reason. He doesn't even know any of them. I mean, personally. he's got a reason. Yeah. It benefits him. To make money. That's all it is. And I think that's probably the biggest reason why YouTube demonetized him. Like, why should he be making money off of this? Yeah. Like, it's, I get people, like, I get the whole thing I with bet free they did speech. It. I bet they did it because of the fact that the families were actually being harassed. Yeah. Because he's, like, stoking. I mean, it took him long enough, though. Like, I said, it's been going on for seven years that he's been mm-hmm. doing this to them. But, like. Now, when did they demonetize him? It was about six months ago. Okay. They didn't pull his stuff from YouTube, right? They just demonetized. I mean, I was on YouTube earlier trying to find Alex Jones' video, and I didn't see anything come up about InfoWars. Really? Yeah, I didn't see not one InfoWars video. Like, I saw, like, um, headline news stuff about him that, like, people were running news site like, stories about him over the past Yeah, other months. people talking about Alex Yeah, Jones. but I didn't see any InfoWars on YouTube. I'm pretty sure he's done on YouTube. They have no platform right now. And a lot of people got upset about that, and I can understand where they're coming from with this aspect about the whole free speech aspect of this, because mm-hmm. it, it is in violation of free speech. Like, even though how mm-hmm. shitty it is... Mm-mm. 
YouTube's a private company. Yeah, they, yeah, yeah. They can do whatever they want. People just don't like when you go after free speech, I think. Well, censorship. Yeah, censorship. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. That's another discussion because, like, you know, it's Google. They're a private company. They they don't have to give anyone a platform that they don't. I mean, they could. It could go the opposite. They could block every channel on YouTube except Alex Jones, right. If they want, it could be Alex Jones tube. But the reason why it, I think, is a little touchy subject, and it is worth discussing as a country or as a society, like YouTube is the only platform like YouTube. And it happens yeah. to be owned by a private company. So it's not like there are 10 other platforms like YouTube. I could see how people people do bring up free speech and censorship. And when someone gets uh, pulled off of YouTube or they get, you know, I mean, it is, they're being censored. Yeah. But the thing is that it's not that Alex Jones can't go and do his show. Because right. he can, yeah. right? It's not like the government is telling him to stop or shutting him down. Or right. It's not like it. Infowars was shut down. They still yeah. have a website and they're still There's just that balance between YouTube. YouTube can do whatever they want because they're a private company. Right. And the fact that they're a monopoly in that video space. I mean, YouTube yeah. is, I think, the second biggest search engine on the whole internet see after that. Google. So I people just pull up definitely. YouTube and search for stuff. It's one of the most trafficked sites on the internet, probably the most, I don't know, except for maybe it, Pornhub. Or <laughs> <laughs> There's Fortnite porn even now, so I mean, like, everything has porn in it. Fortnite porn. <laughs> Victory Royale. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, like, and it also goes to the thing that YouTube has kind of cracked down on demonetizing people within the oh, past yeah. year. Right, the you adpocalypse. Have, yeah, it's... um. They've made it more family oriented for sure. Like a lot of people, like uh, you can't swear on your site a lot. You anymore. can, but the the way it works is if um if if you have language, you know, bad language, yeah. f bombs and whatnot, yeah. in your videos, they will demonetize it, which means they won't run ads. Right, on and that's it, what know. I really mean by it. So a lot of these, people but when you the, say they made it more family oriented, what really what to they make money I mean. did is to make it more their advertisers giving them money oriented. Right. Right. Advertise now, and I can understand that as well because if I am say, I don't know, I'm Disney, and I've got, you know, Toy Story Nine coming out. Okay. <laughs> what happened to the other five? Yeah. Okay. Toy. We'll, we'll be t- Toy Story Four. I'm okay. sorry. I apologize. That's coming out now. <laughs> so, <laughs> are you a Toy Story like fanatic? No, I just like it. Okay. I like Pixar. Me too. I do like Pixar. I'm just being a jerk, but. <laughs> Anyway, I'm Disney. I've got a new movie coming out, yeah. and I, there's an algorithm on YouTube that is putting my ads on videos. And before, you could have those, you could have your ads showing up on some rando YouTuber who is, you know, like strangling chickens or something on his, you know, just for example. You could put that on YouTube. I thought choking the chicken was a completely different thing, man. That's a different site. Yeah, yeah. That's the other. 80% of the internet. YouTube's 20%. Chicken choking is the other 80. Chicken choking vids. Y- you see where I'm going is yeah. that advertisers, yeah. and, and I get that. If yeah, I'm I Disney, do I don't want to leave it up to some random algorithm whether or not my ads get thrown on some video of... Just imagine the dumbest YouTuber. That, imagine the Logan Paul suicide forest hanging video. Logan yeah. Paul did this vlog where he was visiting Japan and they went into the infamous suicide, suicide forest, forest where people go to kill themselves. 
you don't uh, know about it. I forget the actual name of it. Yeah. But just Google know. Suicide Forest and yeah. read about it. You'll they went and they, of course, found, you know, someone hanging. Someone had killed themselves there. And then he did his whole, you know, cartoonish react. Yeah, his shtick. He did his reacting to it, acting surprised. He walked into a place that's called the Suicide Forest. Yeah. Anyway, it was just. There was a lot of controversy on that. Yeah, and understandably. I think the more controversy because didn't they show it? I'm pretty sure that was the they biggest did. thing. They put it in the thumbnail. Yeah, they blurred oh. the person's face, but they put it in the thumbnail. Oh, he knew what he was doing. Yeah, he knew what he was doing. Like if you're if you're Disney Pixar to use that again, and so your ad could end up on that video. Yeah, you wouldn't want that. So right. That is why. So that was a problem for YouTube, right? So could you just imagine, like, it's like. Like, you know how YouTube has, like, you watch a certain amount of the video, then an ad pops up, mm-hmm. like, right in that break. Could you imagine, like, they show the body. <laughs> right when they find the body. Yeah, and then, boom, ad, Toy Story 4. Right? <laughs> right exactly. There. That's the greatest illustration of YouTube's point. Yeah. That. I get it. Yeah. And I think they have had to crack down on that recently because YouTube money has changed a lot. People do not make as much money as they did off YouTube as they did, like, oh, five yeah, years I, ago. Yeah. It's, it's gone down. Well, ad revenue is very low. Yeah. Yeah. And a lot of people, a lot of... uh like channels who make a living off of youtube have had to switch to that like i know like switch I've, to what switch to being more diversified exactly yeah, like they, they, I mean, they bleep out anyway. a lot of their swear words now oh yeah they, right like even uh, uh pewdiepie his videos are um he he doesn't he bleeps out his swear words and stuff now yeah. because of that i never got in because for him like like ad revenue is now it's ad revenue can be very different depending on what your audience is right on youtube now they pay per per click or per view and it gets kind of complicated it is yeah but if a youtube channel has a very uh like a niche audience like for example if you were like a say you were a very specific audio production uh maybe that's even too broad maybe you are like a welding channel Okay. Or something like that. You know, yeah. some very specific. Now, if you would build up an audience in that space, advertisers will pay because it's a good audience for them to be advertising to. Right. If you make welding stuff You're gonna... and you have a YouTube channel that is teaches about welding and welding product reviews and stuff like that. Yeah. And the same with like trade schools probably. They'll probably advertise. Yeah, or trade schools, anything related, right? right. Like that audience, it, their audi- the audience is qualified, they yeah. know. And so in that case where the audience is, is a niche audience, then the clicks are more valuable. So they get paid more per, right. per click and per view. Right. right. But you don't actually, I don't even know if you get paid per view. It, it has to be per, it, it depends. It depends. I don't know how it works Sometimes it, it, they have to watch, in some cases I think it's like they have to watch a certain amount like of the ad. Oh, or they okay. have to, you know, I, I, there's just, like I said, it's complicated. That's probably why they put a lot of them in the beginning anymore. Because you're always going to get that at least. Didn't that, they that not used to do that? Um, Were they more in the middle before? The, well, any more you find, because like, I feel like in the past few years of YouTube, like the ads in the beginning have gotten worse. Like it's like, because it used to be like you go on YouTube, you click on certain like videos, you wouldn't get an ad sometimes. But now it's like, I feel like every video I click on, there's an ad in the beginning. And I wouldn't for me. I, I don't experience that with every video. Really? Yeah. I do it. I see it a lot anymore. But it's also like some of these ads are the ones that just pop up on the bottom, and you can click X real quick. They're not like a video that you have to watch. It interrupts your thing. I've noticed that a lot too. They're just a little banner on the bottom. Oh yeah. Click I've right out those. of it. You know. Yeah. But 
it's kind of a pain in the ass watching a YouTube video and you're really into it. Then halfway through, it's like, watch this ad about Squarespace and skip it in 15 seconds. Like, mm-hmm. dude, I, guess I still got to watch 15 seconds of this. I don't, I know about Squarespace. I don't want to know any more about Squarespace. <laughs> well, maybe you should respond to the survey. She's like, I don't like this ad because uh, that I just know. hit, like, I just hit video, video, video. Yeah, I don't even want to like, you're like a, you're like a gunfighter on that. When yeah. you're waiting for that. You can skip in five seconds. Like I, you're hovering over that thing with your finger and then like, Ow. <laughs> it doesn't have to pop up. I just like as soon as my finger hits, that's when it pops up, and it's good to go. I just want to watch cats. Boom. <laughs> the musical or cats? No, just cats. Oh, okay. You know, I'd watch both. Like cats vomiting, cats jumping on things, cats failing to jump on things. If you're watching multiple videos of cats vomiting, I don't know. I don't know <laughs> what kind of person you are. Don't kink shame. No, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I just don't know. What, I've never met a person who's in the cat vomit that much you think you haven't <laughs> are you trying to tell me something like i don't <laughs> do i need to look at your youtube history right now do you want to do that no yeah no i didn't think so no it's one thing you never want to look at another person's search history yeah right you don't want to look through your friends stuff because you, you want to be able to continue to look them in the eye exactly although for me i feel like i'm not going to care for the most part. I feel like anymore, because like, I feel like 90% of the population out there uses Google Chrome. And if you want to look up some shady shit, you're just going to go into incognito mode real quick. And if you don't know about incognito mode... You shouldn't be on the internet in the first control place. Control-Shift-N. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> That's what you need to do. Yeah. But uh, for, for research and Christmas gifts for your family members, of course, because you don't want them to see... What? What they're, you they're getting the, them. You ruin the surprise. Yeah. You don't want to know that you're getting your wife a new set of anal beads. That's just that's ruining it. <laughs> you don't want the kids to know about it either because they're going to tell her. Yeah. And especially if they're getting some too. I'd say more <laughs> butt plugs for them, if anything. <laughs> <Okay>. Get, like, <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> so what topic are we on right now? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if we're going to leave that in or not. <laughs> that's probably not a good thing to put in. We might get blacklisted or something list. for that. No. Yeah, but and it, with all of that context with YouTube, um, and Alex Jones's stuff being pulled off, I mean, you can you can see why. You know, again, if you're Pixar, you don't want your stuff being advertised on a video that's you know Sandy Hook truther, right? Conspiracy. If stuff. If I owned a company, I wouldn't want that. So I completely understand why that is a thing. I completely un- like people get mad about it. And a lot of those people who did get mad about it were the ones making money off of YouTube a lot. And when this happened, it kind of killed that whole. You know, there are a lot them. of like, uh, you know, vloggers and you know personalities like that 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 kind of traffic in that sort of conspiracy stuff yeah. because it sells. Like it, it's compelling. Oh yeah, like I said, I've gotten lost in rabbit holes of conspiracy theories online before. Oh yeah, like what? Like CERN. I don't tell me about CERN. What is that? You don't know about CERN? Okay, CERN is like this company. Hold on, does this need to be? I don't want to spread dangerous conspiracies to people without at least telling them that no, this isn't like a nine eleven. No, 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 nothing like that, nothing like that. So, okay, all right, you go know about the Mandela effect? The Mandela effect. Yeah. How? No. Okay. If you look online, there's certain little things that people have picked out that like they remember it years ago, like in their childhood, but now it's a completely different thing. Like the Berenstein Bears. I forget exactly the spelling of it, but people were like, I thought it was called this one thing, but now it's like, spelled a whole different way, and people were just like, I definitely remember as a kid it being called this one thing instead of the Berenstein Bears. It's the Berenstein Bears or something, and now it's like a completely changed thing. There's another one the with Berenstein Bears. Yeah. That's how I remember it. Is yeah, that that's wrong? how I remember it too. And then there's the Forrest Gump 
uh, life is like a box of chocolates mm-hmm. thing. Uh, you never know what you're going to get. Yeah. How, I, I need to look this so up. So is that quote wrong? Is that... Yeah, okay. it's... You can go on YouTube and just watch hours of this stuff, too, about... Um, so this is, a, this is a known phenomenon that happens a lot, and it's yeah. called the Mandela Effect. Yeah. Misremembering it, things from from your past from yeah. childhood. Okay. And, and, what, and what this ties in to CERN is that, like, the Mandela Effect is kind of uh, related to, like, multiple realities sort of thing. People are traveling, like, back in time or, like, going to, like, different realities and messing with certain things. Wow. And changing them. We just went zero to 100 on this. I was not expecting that. Yeah. Okay. I have it up right now, right? So the Forrest Gump, like I was just saying, I need to find examples because I can't remember off the top I of my head. I just pulled it up, too. Okay. For life is like a box of chocolates or life was like a box of chocolates. That's the whole debate. Because like people like always remember life is like a box. Of yeah, chocolates. apparently it is. Life was like a box of chocolates, mm-hmm. because the quote isn't "life was like a box of chocolates." It's my mom always said life was like a box of chocolates. Oh, really? That's what I'm reading. Okay, okay. From Wiktionary. Looney Tunes are and Looney Tunes. People remembered it being T U N E S back in oh, the day. T O O N S. Yeah. Well, and, um. That's but I know that because, like, Cartoon Network, like, Toons, and Nicktoons, T-O-O-N. Right. right. And it's, just, it's just little things like that that okay. people think that, like, and where CERN ties into this, CERN is this weird... This is the, the time-traveling conspiracy yeah, theory? they... If you watch little videos and stuff, there's, like, people, like, kind of pick... Is CERN... Is this, like, an acronym? It's... I'm pretty sure it's just what the company is called. They're just called CERN. It's a company. Okay. Yeah. So what do they do? Uh, they're a research institute. Um, they do nuclear research. They uh, they operate the largest particle physics laboratory in the world. Interesting. So... Oh, okay. I've heard of... Yeah. yeah. But there's also these weird videos that they do, like, sacrifices or they reenact all these ritual sacrifices and stuff. What? Yeah. If you YouTube, like, CERN uh, sacrifice original video... Yeah, there's, there's no like, way that could be real. It's like right here. Like, click the first video, I, and like, it was, and it's 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 like a dude who's filming this up in a building. Human sacrifice at CERN's Switzerland tenth. Yeah. They start off with Morpheus. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, we've watched the the human sacrifice. Yeah. video or as much of it as i could sit through right here's my problem with this you could say this about anything oh yeah like how do i know that this is a because it, it looks like uh so it's this video supposedly showing a human sacrifice yeah or at, like a reenact outside the, the cern headquarters like he says that's accurate there's a projection on the wall how do i know that right i don't know what this cern headquarters looks like and neither does anyone else exactly i'm sure you can look it up if you don't work at cern you're probably not going to know what the headquarters looks like but like this is i guess supposed to be a security now it looks like someone was filming it sort of from off in the distance yeah and there are people in robes in this video it looks like they're like right out front of this building yeah so first of all i don't know about you guys when i'm doing human sacrifices (laughs) (laughs) i like it not to be out front of the headquarters of a famous company yeah uh i don't know it just seems but it is also one or two o'clock in the morning there that's true they might like know that no one's gonna be at this headquarters for that long i think this is a good that's a that's a good example of some conspiracy theory yeah stuff and it is compelling it's it's you know there's a guy that's pretending to have these facts and stuff i don't buy that and it also like because you could 
because like I said, they say they do these things with alternate realities and stuff. Mm-hmm. So like people are probably thinking, wow, they probably have to sacrifice someone before they could go back into okay, an alternate so reality and stuff. People like that. think that this, that CERN, the the company or the firm or whatever it is, yeah, they time travel and and mess with reality, and that this Mandela effect where you forget whether it was Bernstein bears or Bernstein bears, yeah, that that's CERN's fault, yeah. That is batshit crazy. Yeah, but that like is, that is off the chain. There's also there was this one video that CERN released, like how great it is to work at CERN, and it had like it was like this like really <laughs> like kooky, crazy, like like upbeat video like, about like uh, everyone like dan- having a great time at CERN. But this dude who was like sitting behind this Bioshock, desk, or play Bioshock? Yeah, yeah. In the background, I talk about you know how excellent Rapture is. Yeah, exactly. It was kind of like that. But what what people picked out of this was there's this dude sitting behind the desk and he's holding up like two cardboard things mm-hmm. that don't really say the Mandela effect, but they're kind of coded to say that. If I could what? like, uh, so I don't know if that's starting fucking with people, like because they think that like they're what do you mean coded. Whole, what does that mean? It, it's not like it doesn't. It, it's like giving hints to saying like Mandela effect. It's not like straight out saying it. There's like little. Yeah, but is it? I gotta look this up. Yeah, so. I want to see it because. You could again. You could say that about any random jumble of letters. Yeah, exactly. People want to feel like that they know the secret truth, right? That's why this stuff is so compelling, and it is interesting. But I'm not convinced. Of course, maybe I haven't watched enough videos. Maybe I haven't done my research. You know, people say, "Do your research." So I can't find this video now. This reminds me of like the flat Earth oh. conspiracy thing. Yeah, those people have become a meme. I don't even know what to say about them other than they're just dumb. I think it's funny, and I think half of them probably just do it for the meme. They, they have to because like, yeah. how can anyone there's like a, take there's that a whole seriously anymore? Large group or movement. I don't know how big it is. Who knows? It's probably gassed up by you know people wanting to talk about it. But see, I can't find the CERN video now. It's like gone. Ooh, it's the Illuminati. They so took I it don't down. know. Who, like they took that shit down because it's so, true. So I can't even give this example because I can't remember it off the top of my head. But I do remember something in that video dealing with the Mandela effect, but it was secretly coded yeah. to where they weren't admitting about it or something. But a lot of yeah. people went down rabbit holes with that and think that CERN is doing a bunch of stuff behind the scenes that they shouldn't be doing. Conspiracy theories, exactly. It's Anything fun. can be a conspiracy theory. It's it's interesting and it's fun and it's compelling. I I do understand yeah. how how people get into this stuff. Yeah. If you put enough information that sounds like facts and it sounds legit enough, yeah, like that guy. How could you not trust Richie from Boston in the video? He said, uh, "Hey, I'm yeah. Richie from Boston." Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's a good man. Boston's Boston has a lot of good people. Yeah, Boston's okay. It's, yeah, you know, has the Red Sox. Let's not. I, I, I don't know what else. War with Boston. Yeah, we're, we're not going to get into it. We don't like, want to open up another front on this war of the cities. Yeah, because we already got Minnesota. Because I us. feel like Boston people were more angry than Minnesota, so they're really going to come out and be like, "You motherfuckers talk way too much." To Butchered the accent. Yeah, I know. Well, I wasn't screwed. trying to do it because I can't do a Boston accent. That's yeah. just way beyond my abilities. A lot of good comedians have come out of Boston. Yeah, Joe Rogan, Rogan. and I was Bill say Burr. Rogan. Yep, I didn't Any know others. Bill Burr was from Boston. Yeah. That's cool. Mm-hmm. I don't know that much about Bill Burr. He's like probably my favorite really comic right now. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I never got that into him. I like I like him. Like, I, I like, like that listening. style of comic. I, the same thing with Joe Rogan. I like that like under the surface intensity angry comic. Yeah. You know, as opposed to like a super deadpan dry comic or I get that or a guy who does a lot of impressions. I like uh, those too. But yeah, I like, I like the angry comic. I like a guy who's just wants to rage about everything. Yeah. 
Bill Burr is definitely a prime example of that. Yeah. He does yell about yeah, a lot of pissed, yeah. Sam Kinison was another great Kinison one. was, yeah, like the, the legendary angry-ass comic. God, guy. I mean, he literally came out screaming. Uh-huh. Like, screaming. A lot of those guys really look look up to Kinison. Oh, yeah. He's an inspiration for Rogan's a lot of these Rogan's a big Kinison fan, I think. Mm-hmm. And I, like... I'm not talking bad on Kennison or anything because I respect uh, what he did for the comedy world. I tried listening to Kennison and I just, I can't get that into him in all honesty. Well, it, that could be just because of how old yeah. it is. Maybe it's just because of the time. Yeah. Because I mean, like, I still like some older comics. Like, I, George Carlin. Oh, yeah. The greatest that has ever done it, in my opinion. Yeah. Uh, Richard Pryor. Another Eddie one. Murphy's stand up specials are some of the best. Another ever. great one. Yeah. But then there's some older ones that you just like, it's. It's not really like modern humor. It's like it's it's not that it doesn't go well with the times today. It's just not everyone's thing. I guess is really yeah. the thing. Like not everyone who's in because I I hate some comics. I I don't like any of their material that some of them put out that are modern day comics. Yeah. So it goes both ways, I guess. But, it must be tough to be a comic right now. Oh, I know it is because dude. you can't make a joke without if you're a public figure and you make a joke that is even marginally offensive or that people could pretend to be offended by. And that's what it is. Yeah. They pretend to be offended. It's fake outrage. Everyone is offended by everything. But anyway. they're not. It's fake. It's it, it's crap yeah. because it's what you call virtue signaling. Right. That's where I'm going to signal to you that I'm a good person because I'm going to clutch my pearls about this joke right. that Joe Rogan made or that whoever. And then you know, people jump all over them. And it makes it hard because then you have actual, not just people on Twitter, you know, it can actually affect people's careers. Like they don't get booked in places right. because of that, because the venue is then afraid to piss off the same. It's crazy. I fear with with our show here sometimes that it is borderline bummer territory because of just the nature of the stuff that yeah. we deal with, which is why we use humor. Yeah, we right? try to make it enjoyable for everyone. Yeah, existence is pain. So all you can do is just... Laugh about it. It's like the best way I've ever heard that, be, actually. Be sarcastic. Yeah. That's that's how I deal with it. Mm-hmm. Is that how you deal with it? Basically. Yeah. Have to. Sarcasm. Yeah. yeah. That's the, it's the language of millennials, I feel like. It, it is. It, it really, really is. It really is. Yeah. Most people I know that are that are around my age, your age, they uh, are fluent in the sarcasm. And you can tell who's cool when you say something that's really saucy, like deep level sarcasm. Yeah. People that catch on to it, like you know they're cool. Sometimes I feel, I don't know, I feel different. I feel like I'm a weirdo because like certain people or in certain situations, they just don't get it and they take what I'm saying at face value and I'm just like, uh. It's like they don't have a sense of humor. And like I said, if you're in a certain situation, they aren't listening for it. Right. And then that's why I don't have any friends. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. That's why I we have, do a podcast. I have a friend. I have the internet. <laughs> I have Discord with meme pages. Yeah, me, me too. I do have Discord. I, I have it. I just don't use it. I've never used it. I think I used to use it for um when I was into Twitch. I had okay. a, a a disc. I had a Discord for my channel. Did you? Oh, people. you streamed? Mm-hmm. Oh, really? I used to. Yeah, that's I, cool. I haven't been too active on it. So I've been stream? doing more were YouTube. Were you like, uh, like IRL, like in real life one, or were you doing video games? Oh, you mean IRL? Like, woo. <laughs> Twitch girls. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> the quote unquote workout vids. Yeah. No, yeah. No, you I, weren't I wearing like booty shorts, like doing workout vids. I, like, I was. Oh, okay. But I was doing music. Okay, okay. Booty shorts. I got definitely. You. I mean, I don't leave the house without them. It's the way to get viewers. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Clearly. Yeah. It's the only way to get viewers. <laughs> 
Yeah. But yeah, I just wasn't. I didn't. I didn't ever knew you did that. In the yeah. Last, right. So. You and everyone else in the world didn't. Which is why I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I've never, I've never dabbled in that market of live streaming, so I don't know anything about that stuff. So. It's cool. It's a cool spot. I mean, there are things that you can do there, like especially as um, doing music. Yeah, that are completely unique. I always use this one example. This thing I did one time. Um, I used to do uh, "Yellow Lead Better" by Pearl Jam. Okay, you know the song. Yeah, you can't understand any of the, <laughs> the words. It's yeah, just like and and I would just do it. I would ham it up and just. You know, mom, like, oh, you know, just say whatever. And like, it was just, just running joke with the people that would, they would watch me. God, yeah. God bless them. Yeah. <laughs> uh, where I would just, you know, the, the words don't matter. No one knows what the lyrics are. Not right. Even, not even any better to, to, to let better. Like, it doesn't even matter. <laughs> he just makes them up but like every time. He I did them. this thing. I used to call it a uh, chat better where now this is something that could only happen on live streaming. It would you couldn't do this at a live show. You couldn't do it on a, a video. Okay. I would, uh, I would, I'd have to have some people in there beforehand, but I would uh, let them know ahead of time, like, I'm going to play this tune, and I want you to type the words in, and whatever you type, that's what I'm going to sing for this. That's awesome. And they would, you know, they'd put all kinds of just crazy-ass shit, and I would just say it. I told them, like, no racial slurs or anything, yeah. <laughs> like, too you got to have to, like, yeah. play but a I couple said, ground words. I said, I will, I will do it as long as it's not extremely heinous, you know? Yeah. And I will say it, and I did. You know, they'd put just crazy, crazy shit, and I would sing it. That's hilarious. I did one that went on for like twenty minutes or something at one point. <laughs> Do you have that video? Yeah, it's out there somewhere. Yeah. Oh, I need to see. It's this. on Twitch. I need to see this. Yeah, it's pretty. It was decent, but I'll, I'll, I'll go down a Twitch rabbit hole later and find it. Twitch is cool. I like it. But yeah, for that, so, but that's a, that's an example of something with live streaming that I mean, you couldn't do that, and you know, if you're at a live show, like it's not like they could tell me words to sing or right. write them down and i mean i guess you could have them write down in a hat but that's lame yeah <laughs> no one's gonna do that i get that yeah 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 pretty unique and interesting mm-hmm. right so earlier we brought up mr logan paul yeah uh famous youtube vlogger slash i don't idiot professional I guess. tool bag I, yeah that would probably be the way to go i don't really know another way to describe him other than that yes so same with his brother another one that's just like that as well but um sadly he has a podcast now so his fans could ooze over him a little bit more i guess but uh i'm torn between wanting to rip on them and not even wanting to talk about it it's it's hard it's really hard like like i said i don't even want to like spend a lot of time on this because for the people let's let's do it yeah okay push through he has like i said he has a new podcast now one of the topics that they they try to make things funny and when you're a douchebag, you don't really know good humor. So you're just going to say anything that you well, think real is quick, funny. So before we go into that, give me an overview of, of Logan Paul for people who might not know. Formerly blessed people who didn't know and were about to ruin their, well, their blissful ignorance. Well, first of all, we'd like to apologize to everyone that didn't know about him that you now have to know about him a little bit. And you're probably going to research him. So, again, sorry that you have to see this dude. I, what did he? Was he like in Disney or something before the? I don't know too too much about him before the vlogs, but he is now one of the most famous vloggers on YouTube. Massively successful YouTube channel. Yeah, insanely successful. I'm not knocking his hustle with that. He he does daily vid, daily vlog. Yeah, videos. that's a that's a crazy thing to do on its own, man. Like that's a lot of work to do on its own. But anyway. He's gotten a lot of controversy over the years because um, he's a tool. Yeah, for that right there, he doesn't he he doesn't know any boundaries. He's intentionally offensive and intentionally, yeah. you know, 
I just pulled up Logan Paul just just for reference. The very very first thing that came up on Google was Logan Paul is the personification of the internet's worst instincts. That sounds about right. That that that's literally the one sentence you need to know about Logan Paul. Mm-hmm. But the one prank video that like got him a lot of backlash in the beginning was when he was doing a meet and greet with fans and he was up in this building that had all glass windows. He's up against the window, like sort of like cheering his fans on, and the, all of his fans are very impressionable people, dude. They're not like, they're under the age of sixteen. They're very young. Yeah, kids watch this yeah, stuff. Thirteen though. to fourteen year olds watch this dude. So that's like another thing that you need to know. So he's in the window, like kind of doing his thing, like hyping all these kids up, and all of a sudden he comes back and he's like covered in blood. I forget if it was like someone like like they tried to say like someone killed him or he shot himself in front of all these kids. This is a prank that he did. Yeah. yeah. A prank that went on YouTube, and all these kids thought he was legit dead. So you have like mm-hmm. all these like little kids on the ground, like crying, thinking that he's really dead and everything. And it was just a prank for his YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. And like we said earlier, with him with the suicide forest, that was another thing that got him a lot of backlash. A lot of people found it offensive that he would even go in there and exploit this. Was it a sacred thing in Japan? The forest. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah, it's taboo to go in there and video and act like a jackass yeah a lot of vloggers have done this so we can't really hate on him for like doing it fully yeah, but can. a lot a lot of them showed a for legit anyone, dead for body. anyone to do that yeah it's, just, it's terrible depending on how you, the worst thing possible yeah they, they don't want you filming in there no for good reasons and yeah. and he found out why because he came across a dead body and they, they didn't make jokes about it but he still like freaked out about it and made it like a big thumbnail like Oh my god, guys, we found a dead body. It's it's a legit dead body in the suicide forest. Like, really, man, you had to put that on your YouTube channel. Like, you couldn't have left that out for people. Respect for this dude who... He just did it for the views. Yeah, and, that's, that's, and that's it. it worked. That's what a lot of people do nowadays he with had vlogs. To, you do it for that, the view. When that happened, the suicide forest thing, when that happened, he actually got some heat for that and yeah. had to kind of go away for like a minute. Yeah. Um, but then he came back to... If I'm not mistaken, even more success when it came yeah. back, more views. Because yeah. again, yeah. No, the the old the old saying, "No press is bad press." Exactly. You know. Exactly. And here and we then, are. Like, he had here like, we a, are once again talking about someone that <laughs> that we really don't like. I don't like Logan Paul. Like we're but talking, here about I am talking about with uh, you know with Kanye doing his shenanigans, and it yeah. just it makes you talk about them, and it exactly it pushes them forward. Mm-hmm. You know, as far as people being aware of them. Yeah. But it's good. Like I, I think, think it's worth talking about because it is dark. Yeah, but I mean, it's good we shot shine light on this because we're not like promoting him in a good way. That's another thing too. Like I, it, it's pretty obvious that both of us do not. Well, like I would this say dude or can, this is this is the dark nature of things. Is that no matter what we do or how how accurately we talk about him or yeah. anyone or how we try to paint it, you're still promoting them. Yeah, no matter what you say. Yeah, exactly. Like I could get on here and say the worst thing you can imagine about someone and it's still promoting them. And uh, I think uh, Stanley Kubrick said this. I, th- I I could be mistaken, but I think it was Kubrick that said this, but he said that it's impossible to make an anti-war film. Yeah. Because no matter what you, if you make a war film, what he's trying to say is that when you're depicting this, it's still going to seem, you know, kind of cool to people or right. like they want to, you know, it's, it's, um, I don't know, there's something appealing about it. So, like, no matter what you do, no matter how gruesomely you depict it, take Born on the Fourth of July, which I yeah. guess is sort of an anti-war, but it's yeah. still, it's still, you when you see the, I was thinking, it still makes it seem kind of awesome, you know, yeah. no matter what you do. And when you said And that, it's the same thing with no matter how you depict someone here, the fact that you are 
talking about them and depicting them, it's going to push them. Yeah, and when you said that with Kubrick, the first movie that came to my mind was Full Metal Jacket. Full like Metal his, Jacket. Yeah, his movie. Yeah. But um, Passive Glory. Or yeah. Passive Glory. Yeah, Passive Glory. It's an older one. Yeah, it's one of the, I think that's his first war movie, like with uh, Kirk Douglas and everything. But um, getting back to the whole Logan Paul thing. Yeah. He uh, his most recent sounds thing. like he got famous on Vine. By the way, I don't know where I got that oh, Disney. Did he? Yeah, says he started on Vine. Oh, okay, I didn't know that. But uh, his most recent thing was he has a podcast out now. Like I said, why well, have another thing to put his name on? But of course, he has a podcast now. Smart, and, smart business. Yeah, it is because I mean, you can only do so much on YouTube. You have to have another outlet i guess another channel to really although for, for a channel opinion. like his that gets you know millions of views the ad revenue really is in play yeah you know for like a modest size youtube channel you don't make enough because no. it's like fractions of a penny yeah but for someone like that has those views the ad revenue is considerable for yeah. him but and then he makes like like the stuff where he just had that boxing match not too long ago i didn't i don't keep up on uh, well it was like a youtube boxing match i'm pretty sure like him and another youtuber went at it and like boxed in the ring and everything it was uh-huh. Just stupid. Did they Another, actually? Did they actually go? Yeah, they went hard. Yeah, really. I'm pretty sure. I, I think he lost, but I could be. I'm not 100. Yeah. percent I don't really remember. I didn't really care that much. Yeah. But if uh, I were him, I would throw that fight. Yeah. So bad because yeah. that's what people want to click on. They exactly. want to see because then you can make a video and a whole slew of clips. Logan Paul gets his ass kicked. Yeah. And then people like you and me, whether you like him or whether you don't like him, you're going to click on it. Right. It's smart. Exactly. Smart. I can't knock the dudes. Nah. Uh, like I abilities. said, we can't knock these dudes' hustle because they're they're good at what they do and they know what they're doing. Yep. So, but his most recent thing was um, on his podcast, he said that he's going to go gay for a month and he's been getting a lot of backlash for it recently. Yeah, as he knew he would. Yeah, it's you have to know what you're getting and into. by design. Yeah. This guy knows. Because like we were talking about before, everyone gets offended by everything nowadays. So Someone will get offended no matter exactly. what you do. Like, yeah. everyone is going to get offended by this. Like, especially, like, with the LGBTQ community, everyone's going to be upset about this, man. Yeah. The insult of being gay anymore, people just don't want to hear that. Like, right. when someone's like, oh, you're gay, like, that dude's mm-hmm. gay or whatever, gay. Well, and that's, like, a that's a, a sign of, of age. And yeah. Because that was, when we were kids, that was the worst thing you could call someone. Uh-huh. Right? Yeah. But Pretty now, much, if someone would call you that, you're in a fight. Yeah. You can't just let that go. It was just the go-to insult for kids. It wasn't like, I feel like half the time when that was said, there was no grasp even of what they were even talking about, you know? Yeah. But, like, people were going after, like I said, the LGBT community is going after them because, like, you know, they're using the whole statistic, like, uh, countless kids around the world are killed and committing suicide for their sexuality, which is true. It's a true thing that's going on in the world, and it is disgusting that that, that happens. People are ridiculed for who they love or, like, how they feel about a certain person you know he just kept going with this man like he didn't make just that one comment he just like it was like uh what is it male only march he just kept making like jokes like that trying to get like like make little events yeah it's just why it's it's exactly because people like us are going to talk about it yeah then exactly to piss off that community so because he knows that gives him articles right yeah Exactly. This I think is it's, literally, and it it, it makes it make, like you said, it's making us talk about it right now. Yeah, like it's not making us. We 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 chose to. Yeah, but. it's it's a news thing that has happened this week. It's 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 yeah, currently he, going on in the world. He knows he knows this. Logan Paul's smart. 
he knew what was going to happen with this. He's been around the block enough times. And he's being really cocky about it, too, because I'm reading quotes But that's from, his persona. Yeah. Remember, we were talking about the heel. Yeah. Yeah, exa- exactly. Um, it all a, goes back to it's that. It's a business strategy. Right. It's a personality. Like, Alex Jones is a salesman. Right. You know, Logan Paul's job is to sell you Logan Paul. Yeah. And he's even saying right here, he says, um, he said, good luck trying to cancel me. It's so easy for anyone to be like, Logan Paul just ended his career. He's done. But the only person who will ever decide whether that's true is me. So he knows what he's doing. He's really cocky about it, and he's mm-hmm. a, he knows what he's doing. Yeah. So He definitely does. So it's not like, and of course, like you said, he. I think he knew that everyone was going to make a big deal about it. There were yeah. going to be headlines just denouncing his name. By design. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if he just thought this whole thing out yeah. from starting from there. You it's... Know? It's the best clickbait you can possibly have because people are going to go to that podcast to see exactly where he said that. And you know what that's going to do? Give him more views. I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to either. I didn't. (laughs) I didn't even watch it. I just like went through the article. It was painful for you to research this for for this. It was painful of me to even type Logan Paul into Google. (laughs) We maybe we're going to go a little more into that, but. I'm 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 done. I'm mentally drained with it already. Yeah. I don't I can't do anymore with Logan Paul. Moving on. Yeah. Next topic, these documentaries that are coming out. Hulu just released this documentary about the Fire Festival that happened last year. You don't you don't know anything about this, right? Uh. Uh-huh. It was supposed to be the most luxurious music festival ever created, like a a living luxury music festival in the Bahamas. Sounds amazing. Yeah. You know, like they had ticket sales that like, you know, you pay a thousand dollars for general admission. Like you can pay like they had like ridiculous villas that you could pay up to like twenty five thousand dollars for. Some of them were two hundred thousand dollars, like stuff like this, man. Like it was for it was designed for the like for the rich, like for the upper class sort <laughs> of music festival, right? So who's playing at this thing? They had uh good music they had them on there, like Kanye, Two Chains, uh, a few other people, okay. uh, Migos, Blink One Eighty Two, a few others. It was a weird variety, pretty of eclectic. Music. This is called the Fire Festival. Yeah, it's F Y R E. Okay, and so it was a big marketing scam. It was the biggest scam. Wait, so they didn't, they didn't have these artists. Just, just wait, just wait. It, oh, gets, it gets so good. It's like a it con. Gets so good. Okay. All these people paid ridiculous amounts of money for this stuff right to go to the bahamas and they thought they were going to have this luxurious time with all these artists hanging out with each other and everything uh-huh. right if people bought tickets for this oh yeah get, paid uh, a shit ton of money for this dude like a lot of money and so like before they even get there there's red flags everywhere. they travel to the bahamas yeah okay before the event was even happening people were getting like having complaints like their flights weren't confirmed like after buying all this stuff like so it's like, starting to seem fishy yeah it yeah. started to really seem fishy and then it even got fishier when like people would go to their instagram accounts and ask them questions about it or ask why their flight wasn't being canceled and why this is that like why all Wait, this so stuff who, is happening who were they asking about um, this is it the people that sold the yeah tickets? It's, it's the fire music festival like instagram it was the fire ah, okay it was yeah. their whole thing and so wait they actually they would bundle the plane tickets in and buy them all through i think so yeah See that right there already sounds kind of dumb to yeah me. it's a it was a we're gonna get into it a little bit more but it's kind of like getting lost in the glitz and the glam of something you see online to be like yeah to fit in with this basically is the only way i can really describe it in the best way you want to fit in with something that really you can't afford really because they were like saying in the documentary how like a lot of people were like were selling off a lot of the things that they owned drain their bank account for this like not just super rich people yeah exactly because like they wanted to be involved with this because they thought it would be like a good thing to go to so once people saw that like their comments were getting deleted so evil off oh yeah (laughs) dude you don't even like 
you're going to be like puking once I tell you all this stuff. Challenge accepted. Yeah. So after people realize, like, you know, they go on their Instagram, ask, like, why, am I, why isn't my flight confirmed? Uh, what's going on with all this stuff? They would get their comment would get deleted and they would they would get blocked. <sighs> so you automatically know something bad's going to happen. So these dudes, they all go to the Bahamas, right? So how did they, they get their flights? If they was like they were, there was like a nor- it was like a normal airport sort of thing. Everyone went to this like the flights like were at this specific airport that they went to the Bahamas and everything. And they said like they so were going to have. Did the whoever's behind this actually organize their flights down there, or did these people get their own flights? Um, I'm pretty sure they were all organized by uh, the organization. Okay, they get down there and they're expecting this luxurious beach view island that they're at, right? They get there and it's literally like a rubble pit. It's like <laughs> it's like a cement, like old parking lot, like sort of thing, like rubble pit. It's like sort of by water. It's sort of by water, <laughs> sort of. right? And then they're like they're telling all these people, like you know, you're gonna have these luxurious villa tents, and like it's gonna be like this wonderful time. They're literally FEMA tents for like emergency <laughs> like situations. They have the all these tents lined up, and it wasn't even hey, enough. That's more than they got in Puerto Rico. Yeah, yeah, that's a great, that's actually a great point. Actually, <laughs> but they go there. Not even all the tents are set up. Like they're still <laughs> setting up everything, and they're literally these tents. They're like I said, they're little igloo tents, and they have twin size mattresses that are just laying on the ground. And that's what you're expected <laughs> to sleep in. So, so all these people get there. They pay twenty five thousand dollars. Yeah, all these people are getting there, dude, and they're freaking. out. Out like they are lo- starting to lose their shit because like we paid all this money and everything. <laughs> and what's more messed up is, man, they took certain influencers and public figures on Instagram, the people who have like five hundred thousand followers and stuff. Uh-huh. They got on another flight and took them to another place in the Bahamas, uh-huh. like five miles away, yeah, and yeah. gave them all these like nice mansions and stuff. Yeah. So like you had certain people like on instagram like flashing and like you know like check out this awesome villa we got and everything and then the normal people were like in like in the cement rubble with all these tents like freaking out like it's just ridiculous how they got away with this and so like they got away with it it will okay kind of yeah so it got even worse like they were gonna declare this like a state of emergency for these people because they were literally trapped in the bahamas there was what how many people thousands like ridiculous amounts of people like they were literally trapped in the bahamas and they were like feeding them like cheese sandwiches with like (laughs) lettuce like lettuce (laughs) and everything like that was all they had to eat they had a shit ton of alcohol because the dude decided to buy two million dollars worth of alcohol for this so (laughs) so so is kanye there or not no no one is there, There's dude. No and, like, music and, people, and that was another red flag because as people were at the airport, like w- like they're looking at Instagram and everything, waiting, they're seeing like Blink-182 said they're pulled out of the Fire Music Festival. Like all this stuff. <laughs> so they get, like I said, they get down there, they realize all this shit's happening. Like they're freaking out. They're trying to make it as legit as possible. They started out by having like setting up a line where people would, they check people in, you know, get them all the info they needed to do. They said, uh-huh. like, the marketing people that were on this, in this documentary said they had a good system going. And then the dude who, like, created this, I think it's, uh, his name's Billy uh, Billy McFarland. Yeah, Billy McFarland. He's a complete douchebag. We're going to get into him, too, in a minute. I don't even know what else to say about the dude. He's just a complete douchebag. He gets on top of, like, this uh, table, 
happened. He literally just caused a mass chaos. He was like, yeah, just go find an empty tent. So everyone starts like bum rushing all these tents, like trying to find an empty one, just causing complete chaos. So eventually wow. everyone comes to their senses and like, you know, we need to get out of here. So they go to the airport and they're literally stuck in the airport for a day <laughs> because like there's so many people trying to get on a flight out of the Bahamas back to America. They're like, they had 111 people on this flight when their registry said 112. So after everyone that's on this flight been wait, like, been up for like 18 hours straight trying to get out of this whole situation, they tell them they then have to get back off of the plane and then recount everything. So they get off of the plane, and then after they're off the plane, they're like, yeah, our staff has been on for too long, so we have to like shut the airport down and like go home so like the next shift can come up. So they literally lock these people in the airport. What? They put a chain around the door so they cannot get out of the airport. What? But eventually it ends up good. Like, you know, the next shift the people comes on, they get on the airport, they go home. Well, that's a fire hazard. It was worldwide news. Like, this was just the biggest complete failure of a music festival. Sounds like it was a successful con job to me. Oh, dude, you don't even know the half of it. It's pretty clearly stated in the documentary, like, how big of a scam this was and how much they When did it. this happen? Um, This was last summer. Okay. It was a big thing on Twitter. It was, like, it was literally headline news for days. Everyone knew about it because... <laughs> I don't know if I said this too. Ja Rule was also a part of this. He was supposed to be a co-founder of this, so he had a lot of say in it. But after really? all this went down, he like made a statement. It was like, I had nothing to do with this. Like, none of this is on me. Like, get like get out of this. Jaw Rule admitted, like, and there's another thing. Like, he contradicted himself because he went on this uh, podcast. It was one that they drink with their guests and, like, just talk Ooh, about it the whole time. And intriguing. when you get drunk... You start to admit some stuff you don't want to so admit. Ja Rule gets drunk on this podcast, and, and he, he like, but admits the truth. He, he comes out and says, like, you know, it was my idea. Like, the I whole had, thing? Yeah, he said it was my idea. Like, I, like, came up with the festival idea. Like, it was all me. When he's tr- when before he was denouncing, like, he had nothing to do with yeah. it. Like, nothing to do with the failure of it happening and everything. But he knew something was up in the planning stages of this. Because what the documentary does so well, it gets everyone involved that was around this, like the marketing team, the people who were actually running it. They interviewed everyone yeah. that was going on about it. Even like Billy McFarland. Well, well was made. On. Yeah, it yeah. was really, really well made. So everyone knew that was a part of that team that this was not going to happen. Yeah. For six months before this like was planning, they knew that they were not going to be able to do this. Because, dude, it was like eight to six months before they were, the, this concert was supposed to be planning. They were trying to find the island. This stuff usually and takes they had like, already taken people's money for yeah. tickets, yeah. and that was and they he was running like a huge fraud thing. He like when I said like they would drop like certain villas that were worth like two hundred thousand dollars, they were doing that to cover their own ass so they would have more money. Okay, and he was doing yeah. really weird, shady things. It's a deluxe package, yeah. Do you think it was originally supposed to be legitimately a music festival? Yeah, and then they, they just kind of dropped the ball. It was completely 100% supposed to be legit. They yeah. just t- planned it terribly. And, and they, they couldn't make they it happen, but it. they, instead of just giving the money back and canceling it, they decided to just push forward. Right. And this dude had... Jeez. It, he, he, he did a lot of wire fraud throughout this whole thing. Okay. Like he was telling people that he had put, like, you know, $5 million of his own money into it, which he did not put any of his own money into it. <laughs> He had been running scams his whole life. Even before this, he had like this credit card thing. I think it was called Magnesis or something. Okay. It was supposed to be a credit card that was geared towards millennials that like wanted to feel important about themselves, basically. It was like the ones who can't get an American Express card at the age of like 22. They can get this one to make themselves feel important. As if we don't have enough problems, Exactly. Buddy. Exactly. And like 
it was just like that was a whole fraudulent company because he always lied about everything. He always lied about how many people that he had um, that were actually like services. He's a con artist. Yeah. He's the poster child of con artists, mm-hmm. basically. You know, it goes into like he made shady loans with people that he shouldn't have made shady loans with. Like I remember... You mean he gave out loans? No, he took loans he took from loans. people because okay. he's trying to like get all this money together to make this festival happen, but it's it's not working right. Because for one, they didn't take enough time to plan it, and everyone told him that they were like, "You can't, you can't find an island within six months, yeah, and like be able to do this." This guy from the beginning sounds like was planning it to just be a con job. Yeah, I or think he, he he secretly. I think he secretly. But knew, so what but you're he never saying is there it. were other sort of investors or people who were involved who thought they were putting on a concert. Yeah. You know, legitimately putting on a concert. Yeah, and he was telling people who were yeah. involved in this. So even them, so I guess those other investors are victims of this yeah. scam too. Yeah, but he like, he went to this one person, Ezra something, I forget the last name, but he, he, he signed a loan from them and it was like a personal loan from okay. someone. Like not, something not you a bank. should never do, no. The interest on that loan, they said, was 120%. It's like he had two wow. weeks to pay five hundred thousand dollars. Loan shark, yeah. Stuff. The definition of loan shark. So you know he do all this terrible things. Like I said, he bought two million dollars worth of alcohol for this festival. Right, a ridiculous. So amount. he really bought the booth. Yeah. So he bought two million dollars of liquor. Tax after that adds up to another nine hundred thousand dollars. You have to pay. That's just for the alcohol. And he wanted to do all this other ridiculous stuff. Like they said he wanted to get a pirate ship brought in and everything. <laughs> like all this ridiculous things. And they were like, dude, you don't have the money. Like everyone was telling him like straight up, like you do not have the funds to do this. Everyone you said was able to fly out and stuff eventually. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Everyone got out okay. Jeez. But it was just, it was a weird thing. Like they should have never had to deal with this in the first place. It was just <laughs> terrible. I love that jaw rule just comes into this. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It's like it's the funniest thing, and it's one ja Rule's he's another one of those. In Pittsburgh tomorrow. Ja Rule is yeah. Oh man, he's playing at Jurgles. At Jurgles, yeah. Uh, that's a small venue. Very. Yeah. Saw CKY there, mm. like left two minutes into the show, I think. But um, really, yeah. Johnny, wow. it turns out Johnny Craig band was opening mm. for them, and I didn't realize that, and I was like, I'm not sitting here and watching Johnny Craig play. I said I'm leaving. <laughs> I cannot stand that dude. <laughs> but um, okay. I literally left. Like I was like, "Why does this dude look familiar on stage?" And I'm like, "Yeah, oh." So I bought a shirt and just left. <laughs> I technically <laughs> well, was you, there. I just yeah. didn't. You bought the CKY shirt. Yeah. I mean, so you went to see CKY, mm-hmm. and you hated the opening act so much that you didn't stay to see CKY. Yeah. yeah. Holy crap! And it was after working a twelve-hour shift. So, oh. <laughs> and I just I got there and I was like. Are you kidding me? I well, the thing was too. I went two hours after the show started because I only wanted to see CKY, and I figured, okay, two hours after the show starts, that should definitely be enough time for like two openers, and they would start probably right when I get there. No, they got through one opener, and the second one was just about to go on when I got there. Had an opener play two hours? I don't know. I don't know if they no were way. late or and what. The headliners the don't play two hours exactly, and especially yeah. at Jurgle was like yeah, right. But um, wow. Well, anyway, opinionated anyway. with music, opinionated Dave. Hey, that's <laughs> that's why you're here. Yeah, that basically. is why you're here. Yeah, it's I can have my opinion, no matter how shitty it is or not. You are <laughs> entitled to to have an opinion. Yeah, it's America. <laughs> it's America. <laughs> They're even America. <laughs> but you know the um the uh, Instagram thing, Buck Jerry. 
that whole meme account, mm-hmm. they did a lot of marketing for this festival, right? Mm. And I don't know if I mentioned this before, Netflix has a documentary coming out about this in a few days, mm. but like Hulu did theirs like two days ago to like kind of beat them to it. Wow. Okay. But, that's interesting. But a big thing about this is I think Hulu kind of took everything non-biased. Because I think, like, what they're doing in Netflix's thing, they got Fuck Jerry to be a part of this, and they're kind of defending themselves. Like, we didn't know all this stuff was going to happen when we were doing work for these people. Like, we were just, like, the marketing team. Yeah. Whereas, they asked the dude in the Hulu documentary, who was, like, the head of the marketing of, like, the whole project. They were, like, from well, Fuck you... Jerry? or from... No, for the Fire Festival. Okay. He was, like, the lead marketing of the whole festival, basically. He ran all the Instagram, like, all that stuff. And they asked him, like, well, who do you think is at fault for this whole thing. And he just straight up admitted, he was like, I think we all are. It's not like it's just one dude's fault because we all knew this wasn't going to work months and months before. Yeah, We just had to do what we had to do to make our money. What a mess. Yeah. And I'm saying like, dude, they had like Kyle, they had Kendall Jenner posting about this music festival. Which one is that? Um, She's the one above Kylie, I think. We haven't done her research yet for yeah, the I don't Dark really Side know. Kardashian special. Yeah, obviously. She's, she's one of the Kardashians though. Is that, is she the one that's a billionaire? No, that's Kylie. Oh, okay. Kendall's, I think, is the the one after her. I'm sure like, she's doing age. okay, too. Yeah, she's, she's not dude, hurting They for... said that she makes $250,000 in Instagram post. Every post. You mean, like, for promo? I think posts? so. Like, when she did that fire festival How many followers does she have? Like, tens of millions? Instagram? 102 million followers. Wow. Yeah. So... You said $250,000? For one Instagram post. What? Yeah. So she was the one. Is that she, true? Yeah, that's what they said on the documentary. That's what like what that was like the number they had to pay. Oh, for from her. this fire thing. Yeah, that's and they what got they heard paid it. Her. Yeah, okay. yeah, that was like her wow. rate to do it because she was the one who put it up on her Instagram, and that's how a lot of people found out about it. They were paying influencers and public figures on Instagram to promote this like crazy. They had a specific yeah. tactic. They said like they did. They just made it like an orange like square. Like the picture was just an orange background, and then they tagged fire festival. Yeah. Because they were like, it's they were like, you know, you're scrolling through your feed, you see just the normal picture, 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 but then you see this orange block, and you're just automatically like drawn to it, and you want to see what this is. That's actually genius marketing. That's, well, that's really I mean, again anything that someone with 102 million followers is posting, you're gonna exactly. probably. But this is like it. everyone was posting. Like it wasn't just her. Like I'm oh, saying, like all these so influencers. That was, just, that was their ad. That yeah, they, were, they all dropped yeah. it like at the same exact time, so everyone saw it that same day and was really interested. This is. In it. I, I, I'm. There are some really twisted sort of things going on in the background there yeah with, and not not just i don't mean with the the whole con artist end of it no yeah it's scary how people can just be led along i think a lot of people are conscious of the fact that social media and you know, facebook and all the russian troll shit posting from the election and people kind of understand that i think you know on twitter and on facebook yeah. fake news but most people i don't think fully grasp the way that there can be a very specific goal and destination with I agree. the people behind these these campaigns. It's right. it's coordinated, it's malicious, they're trying to scam people out of their money. Right. And, and that's like it's so effective. Yeah, and that's that why like, is, I mean that, that tells you a lot about what's happening in, in a society where people are staring not just at their phones, but they're specifically staring at these social platforms right. constantly. That's why, like, I respected the mar- the head marketer of that festival, like, more when he said they're all at fault because he he knew he was doing wrong. But like, yeah. you still have to make a paycheck at the end of the day. You're working for these people, like, you have to 
no matter like how much you know that it's going to bomb and everything, like it, they're all guilty of doing it. But like at the end of the day, you still have to do it. If I you're, mean, you don't, you could just quit. Yeah. Instead of knowing, you could see the writing on the wall and realize that people are going to be put in, uh, dropped off a plane into yeah. a shanty town of well, rubble. The, dude, it was also like he said there were a lot of red flags because he was he was um, instructed. <laughs> Like, whenever, like, they said they were blocking people on Instagram, you know how you can set certain terms, like, certain words that immediately, like, block people and, like, I delete their know comments? I that, but that's, that's good to know. Yeah. They did, they had a bunch of those mm-hmm. on that, like, site. And even, they got to <laughs> like, the point. Like, shanty town. Yeah. Dude, it got to the point <laughs> where, like, festival was blocked. You couldn't even say festival in the comment section unless you'd be blocked. Because they probably realized everyone was just saying fake-ass festival. Yeah. Don't go. Don't buy a ticket. And there was, like, a dude who tried to warn people about it he made like an anonymous twitter that was called fire festival fraud and every time that he would search on twitter fire festival and all these people asking questions he would like go like listen don't do it it's a like it's a scam like he would like give all this information about it and everything so he was trying to help people out but ultimately they're gonna do what they want to do yeah and i think the best thing is like you know he was like you know i had paper receipts of uh I bought all these villas. I bought $2 million, like, rented all these, like, villas and fake? everything. Were they just manufactured receipts? Well, that, that's the thing. Like, um, they asked, what happened to the keys and everything? Like, you know, where were all well, the keys? you're saying that the-, the, the festival goers had their receipts. The dude who ran the festival, like, was buying, like, all these, like, nice houses and, like, this renting is, yeah, all these Yeah, this is house. his proof that... Yeah, he said, like, you know, I have all the proof, the written receipts, everything. It just didn't, it just didn't go through. And they were like, well, what happened that no one got to stay in these villas? Like, what happened? He was like, we lost the box of keys. <laughs> they just looked at, they, there was a, like a long pause whenever he said that. And like the, the camera crew were like, you're telling us that you lost, like the reason that these people did not get a villa is because you lost the box of keys that uh. were to all these villas. And he was like, yeah. He was he was circling. You can tell he's circling around and not wanting to admit the full truth. Yeah. And you can tell just looking at him like he's a he's a liar. He's a uh. scammer. He's a liar. You get that the whole time you're watching this dude try to defend himself, and it ultimately landing landed him in jail. He's serving. Oh, a, yeah? He's he's serving a six year sentence right huh. now, which I feel like is too little for that dude. Because like, what's even funnier? He like he got in legal trouble before, like back in October, but he was out on bail and everything. He pulled another scam. While out on bail, the one thing that you're never supposed to do is commit crimes while like, out on bail. He was running a ticket scam, like saying like he can get tickets to like the Met Gala and all these things that you, like the Victoria's Secret fashion show that you can never get tickets for unless you know people and are absolutely mm-hmm. connected to this stuff. Everyone was even saying like you cannot get tickets to the Met Gala. Like trust me, I've tried. It's an impossible like feat to go. Like you were just invited to. Yeah. He was selling them like online, and then like people would never get the tickets. Yeah. Okay. It's like it was ridiculous. Yeah, the guy's a con artist. He was. He's the. I'm surprised he went to jail. I'll be honest with you. I thought that's not how I. I didn't know anything about this, and that's not how I thought the story was going to end. Ah, the best thing was, man. There's like so many little more things I can talk to about it, like kind of make him like even shadier. He went back to the Bahamas after all this happened, like to try to get some of the stuff back and everything. They never paid their custom fees, Mm -hmm. so everything that they had left there, like all their merchandise and everything, was locked up. (laughs) So this dude is stupid enough. To try to rob customs. <laughs> like, they had, like, a dude... Like, Ocean's that, Eleven? Yeah. They had, like... They were interviewing the one dude from the Bahamas that were, like... That they were working with and everything. And he knew it was going to be a scam the whole time, too. And they were, like... They, the camera crew even asked him. They were, like, did you end up robbing customs? And he was, like... He just kind of laughed. He was, like, I didn't steal a thing. 
just crazy shit, dude. Nuts. Did they? Did they actually? It, it never. It was never really a hundred percent set. It was just, they 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 were gonna try to. I don't think that I don't think it ever planned out. The plot thickens. This is a wild. They were gonna try story. to do another festival for this past year. They were gonna try to like come up about it, and I was like, who would even do that? Like, who would agree to even come to that? I hadn't heard thing? of it, so I'm sure there's a lot of people. I'm out surprised there. you didn't hear about this. Yeah, I mean, I'm on Twitter. I'm on. I it was a the news, big so. thing for two days, man. Like it was a two day thing, like where everyone was it must live have been busy those events. two days. It must you must have been. <laughs> it was a big thing those two days whenever it first happened. Yeah, that's but, just it's but yeah, absurd. I liked how I liked how Hulu did it before Netflix could because yeah, I think, that's that's interesting too. Because I think they realized Netflix is gonna is gonna be a little bit more biased because they have the fuck Jerry team behind it and kind of like trying you mean to save their own ass. Fuck Jerry. Yeah, they're that interviewing the they're team be behind biased. Fuck Jerry. Because they're trying to say, maybe that's how Hulu's trying to spin it. Well, well, yeah, because like they're they straight up said that like those people were trying to like pin themselves not anywhere near it. Basically, they were trying to make it so like yeah, we well, we yeah. didn't really know any of the shady stuff that was going on. But they I mean, did yeah, the whole I, time. in a documentary, you can interview you know guilty parties, and yeah. just if you frame what they're saying in context, it doesn't mean that your documentary is biased. You know, right? But like, is this what Hulu was trying to say about Netflix? They said it's just an opinion. Well, no, they said like they didn't say it was Netflix's documentary, like right in the thing. They said that like they were involved in a documentary that was trying to make them look better than what they really were. The fuck Jerry people said that. Yeah. Okay. It's just it's a huge scam. I'll have to watch. I'm I'm interested. Yeah, you need to watch that. It's called Fire Fraud. I want to see the Netflix one. I want to see. I'm going to watch that one. What's going on with it? Yeah. Fire Fraud. Yeah, that about sums it up. Yeah. That's insane. What Mm -hmm. a what a con job, and all those thousands of people. That paid I, out the ass. It's also for that. naturally funny. It is as well. No, it is because they think everyone they're was paid making twenty thousand dollars. You think you're gonna be in some villa, and then you show up, and you're. In <laughs> well, it was funny because like this is all happening Shanty to like town. rich white kids. Like that's the majority of like yeah. who these people are and stuff. Yeah. Who, who's the dude for uh, the Daily Show now? Trevor Noah is that his Trevor name? Noah. Yeah, he he made a joke whenever it first came out. He was like. Uh, White people love camping, except when it's unexpected. <laughs> and I laughed my ass off that. I was like, wow, that is like totally true. It was 100% camping. true. Yeah. But highly recommend you everyone watch that because it's hilarious. You'll get mad through it the whole yeah. time because it's listening to that Billy McFarlane dude talk. It's like, you just want to punch him in the face the whole time. Now, are they interviewing him from prison? No, it was they interviewed him before he went to prison. They have ah. footage of it. Like, like you didn't, you like you didn't know he was going to go to prison till the end. I didn't know he was in prison. It was like a surprise thing at the ah. end. Like he's serving a six year like spoiler set. alert. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> if everyone kept up with it close enough, they know by now that he's sure. Yeah, that's kind of a feel good story for us. For our uh, at least the guy went to jail, but Shit. he's also trying to like run. most of the time when we talk about stuff like this. It's and. He but, be- and he became president of yeah. the United States. Well, the bad thing is he's going to be out in six years. He's going to probably be doing another scam by then. Like, he's, he's going <laughs> to... Yeah. Everyone well, does hey, but look on the bright side. He does another scam. Plenty of victims lose all their money and or get stranded yeah. in the Caribbean. But at least Netflix and Hulu can make a bunch of money by making a... Exactly. You know what I mean? There's exactly. always a bright side. That's- you know, for us millennials, like, yeah, we've been robbed of any economic opportunity we get blamed for everything we're the butt of every single negative headline on clickbait articles but at least these giant companies get to make a ton of money off of us that's totally okay i'm okay with that yeah (laughs) i'm sorry (laughs) (laughs) i can't be serious about that it's just terrible i it's awful i read a uh 
an article this morning mm-hmm. that set me off a little bit. Yeah. Um, what was it? It was a Fox News article. And of I, I, yeah. You know, I, I mentioned how they're doing uh, Alexandria Ocasio Cortez. Yeah. She's just in the hot seat right now. Oh, yeah. Because she's, you know, popular and they got to cut her down yeah. and stuff. They did this, just this article where it was like, and I, I, I read the headline and I opened it out of anger, which is, see, they win. That's that's what I'm talking about with it. Like, you know, and, and even I know better and I still will click on it, yeah. you know, but I clicked on it and um, the article was basically saying that basically she's the, the poster child or the spokesperson of an ignorant generation, okay. you know, uh, and then it just goes on to spew all this untrue information about uh, the economy and Scandinavian countries and stuff. Okay. Garbage. As they're it. known to do most of the time. Mm-hmm. Not being biased against them, but they are really known. It's not a bias. If you print things that are objectively and knowably untrue. Yeah. Uh, it's just just what it is. All goes back to the information crisis, like you said. But <laughs> yeah, but they just constantly shit on the millennial generation. Oh, no, That's yeah, like the thing do. with me. It's like... I love when millennials stick up for that, too. And I'm like, you know, they're talking about you too, right? Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter that you have like a good job or whatever. Like they're still talking about you. I don't know. People just don't have the mental capacity to understand that. I yeah. Guess. I mean, a lot of this, you know, this stuff is made for uh, the baby boomer consumer of news. Yeah. But like I said last week, it's coming. Millennials yeah. are, it, it, it's it's going to be our world. We're soon, taking over you soon. Know, for better or worse. Sooner than later. I would argue better. I I look forward to it. Yeah, you know it's gonna be a good time. baby boomers. You, you love them, you know them, you love them. They birthed you, they raised you. But big butt there. <laughs> yeah, it, you know it's time to <laughs> time to get them out. Time to you had your time. Yeah. Take them to like an island in the Bahamas and drop them <laughs> off there. <laughs> yeah, sell them a twenty thousand dollars a nice villa that yeah. ends up being a FEMA tent. <laughs> Have fun. <laughs> We had another documentary to talk about, too, but I feel like we can't get too deep into this one simply because it hasn't even aired yet. Okay. It's coming to Sundance. Uh, A lot of people are going to be pissed off about it. A lot of people are going to be mad about this. I already know it because of who it's about. It's about Michael Jackson. It's called Leaving Neverland. Uh. And as we all know about Michael Jackson... (laughs) um, What? What what do we know about... I want to hear you say what you need to say. He is... Or he, he he did he what? liked kids. I'm just gonna he, I'm just gonna straight up say it. He liked kids. Yeah. Whether it was a sexual way, a non-sexual way, yeah. I'm not touching that. He liked kids though. That's all I could say. I feel like he kind of wanted to be a kid. Yeah, because like he had a terrible childhood. He never Peter had Pan a childhood. thing going on. Yeah. I mean, there were certainly uh, he had settlements with the parents of kids if i recall correctly yeah this he is paid out some serious cash for yeah. them to not disclose what happened so i feel like you can't you don't know what happened but that suggests that did he, did he do that with macaulay calkin too i don't did i they have don't actually know the details but i do know that there was some kind of some kind of relationship between i know, they I don't know friendship. if he spent yeah friendship i don't know if Macaulay Culkin spent time at the Never Neverland Ranch, mm-hmm. which was his kid playland. Yeah, right. It was like yeah. his. Uh, it's like his own little it's compound, and he had like zoo animals there and all kinds of stuff. Rides, like it was. Ba- it was like an amusement bubbles. park for kids, man. Like it's it, there was no it was other like way. His, to... It was a home of his. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. know where it was located? Where was it located? Yeah, uh, somewhere out in California. California. Yeah, but um, Bubbles the monkey. 
You had a pet monkey named Yeah. Bruce. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like how you like remember that off the top of your head. It's hard to forget. Yeah, that's I I, it's a pretty I good name for a monkey, but... <laughs> honestly. If you gotta name your monkey something, Bubbles is is a decent choice. Yeah, so this documentary coming out, Leaving Neverland. Sundance is about to premiere it, then after it gets through Sundance, it's going straight to HBO, which highly excited for that. Mm-hmm. Um HBO always drops great documentaries, so I'm glad they're getting their hands on this one. But it's really it's detailing the accounts of these two children that like hung out around Michael when they were the ages seven and ten. They were two brothers at the ranch. Sure. Yeah, they had a relationship with Michael, and so did the parents and everything, you know. But it was a very weird thing. It was like it was it was just one of those things, like you know, where Michael hung out with little kids when he was like in his thirties. Yeah, you know, and 40s that's such a um, that's become just so uh unremarkable anymore yeah because it, it's just been so played out in the news but mm-hmm. can't stress enough how weird that is yeah you got like a 40 at the time 40 something year old you know pop star who chooses and, to hang out and be friends with other people's seven-year-old kids yeah and then apparently it had sleepovers with these people and shit too had man. sleepovers yeah and there was always like little dark things that people would talk about how he had his house set up that like, like what when they would like what like when like down the hallway into his master bedroom he would have like a motion sensor so whenever he, he knew someone was walking down that hallway and it would set off something in his room to where like if there was some weird stuff going on he could like stop it real quick what, like a kid escaping? Yeah, like even, <laughs> yeah, basically, or if someone was like, or if they were doing weird stuff in that room and someone was coming down there that wasn't oh, supposed to be oh, there, oh, yeah, they knew yeah. about it and could stop it. I think that was the bigger one than yeah. anything. But uh, Oh, man. Yeah, dude, there was a bunch of weird, dark stuff with his life that not a lot of people wanted to... People didn't want to know right. because he was such a, just such an icon. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Because like, I remember when he died, dude, Like I remember pe- like seeing people crying and stuff yeah. that had like no if they just liked his music a lot and people well, were crying yeah. people people attached to yeah i'm not saying musicians like, and, and yeah i'm uh, not saying i ever got upset when like celebrities died and everything when robin yeah. williams died that put me in a depression for like a week yeah that like, was a tough one same with that philip seymour hoffman and yeah, stuff like that, that. that too like there was dark times for those but like it's been a lot actually the past couple of years yeah but Chris cornell and Prince, yeah. Prince really, yeah. Prince See, I was never like that big of a Prince fan, so that one didn't affect me that well. But I knew, I knew people who are big Prince fans that were yeah, highly devastated by that. But um, it just goes back because I remember whenever these cases were coming on about him with either child pornography, child molestation, whatever you want to call it. When now, he was, did he actually was there child pornography stuff with him? I thought that there was. Let me look it up because I don't want to put out. I remember when he was. I don't know. We'd have to get the details of it, but I remember the court. Uh, he had he had trials or court hearings or something about his activities with little kids. I remember seeing him get out of the car. Yeah, on the news. Yeah, he looked like such a freak. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I don't mean that in in a derogatory way. You just you just uh, tell the guys just not living on the same planet as everyone else. Exactly, and I think like. I think it all comes back to his status as who he was. Yeah, he never lived. He really did never live in the same world as everyone else. His childhood was not a normal childhood. Jackson was acquitted in 2005. I remember that whole thing whenever he was acquitted for those charges because I like. So actually, he actually had criminal charges on him. Yeah. Okay. I specifically remember this going in the news whenever he got found not guilty. It was dude. It was so weird because like the one thing I remember, and probably a lot of people, other people do if they follow closely to this back in the day. Every not guilty verdict, because all of his crazed fans were there, like trying to like, 
like show how great he was like oh he didn't do it all that there was a woman who had like a thing of doves there and every time like they announced a not guilty charge she'd throw a, a dove up in the air and let it go and i specifically remember that like to this day because it was like they put like whoever ha- was in charge of that news team they were like put put the camera on her the whole time get that camera on her great the whole move. time great yeah move. it was a great move but um, well, well, so she brought these doves. What would she have done if it was like guilty? Killed one. <laughs> she killed one. She just literally would snap Bite the, the head neck off like Ozzy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So Jackson was acquitted in 2005, but now seven years after the late pop star's death, a newly surfaced police report details what Santa Barbara County Sheriff's Department found during their raid: a disturbing collection of pornography that included images of children's faces superimposed on adult bodies, as well as materials Whoa. police said can be used as desensitized young children in order to groom them for future abuse. Oh man! So I did, I did know about that. I just didn't want to say it and not give like wrong information. Sure. I, I did hear about that, like that he had videos of like ch- children's faces on actual porn. So say that again. Read that the material that they found again. Included images of children's faces superimposed on adult bodies as well as materials police said can be used to desensitize young children in order to groom them for future abuse. A lot of people I feel like know about this controversy that happened. Yeah. But I feel like that detail right there really suggests some twisted stuff. Yeah, and I'm reading more into this, and it's kind of making me, like, sick right now. It says, like, many of the materials contain nude young adults and adolescents, and many were described as consistent with the type of material that can be used to lower young victims' inhibitions. Yeah. Some of the materials centered on S&M and Radar Online also describes images of animal torture and gore. So that's probably God. what he was using to desensitize yeah. children. Was he charged with child... Uh, child pornography. Well, charges. I think this all came out after his death. They found all these, all this material. Oh, they found that stuff like in his house after he died. Yeah, it's it seems like it. Jackson was acquitted, but now seven. It says because now seven years after the late pop star's death, a newly surfaced police report. So it, it might have been known the whole time, like in these police right. reports, but they just found out about it. More dark stuff came out about him. That, that kind of points to he might have been fucking around with kids. A lot of people were upset about this documentary who were diehard Michael fans. Yeah, Cause like there was even a headline that I was reading. Like, like the R. Kelly fans. It's... Yeah. It's exact. That's exactly what I was thinking about too. Yeah. When going, when like researching this a little bit, cause there was like a story about how um, fans were protesting that they shouldn't show this movie and Sundance is like, yeah. no, we're showing this. Like oh, yeah. there's no if fans or buts about it. This movie's not getting pulled. Like it is being shown. Yeah. And it should be shown Good because them, like, yeah, this dude should not have like that good of a name on him if he's doing if he was he's doing dead. stuff like this behind he's closed dead. doors. He's not here to but, defend himself. Yeah, so. Exactly. But people still praise him and like give him all this attention. I'm which, finding that same thread in a lot of these stories that we're that we cover. Like mm-hmm. all through all elements of pop culture, you know, in our society, there's this same theme that keeps happening, and it is people insulating themselves from facts that they don't want to hear yeah because it they attach their identity to some narrative or some idea of a person and then once you do that any fact or piece of information that comes out that challenges you know that idea that you're attached to or that person it's as if it challenges you directly right so they defend it you see this with the R. Kelly, the R. Kelly thing. 
you see it with this information crisis that I keep talking about with the, you know, insane alt-right conspiracy theory news yeah. stuff. That's scary stuff. Yeah. And it even goes further, man, because, like, um, I don't know how much you knew about on whenever he was alive. I know that that is an absurd name to take as an artist. Yeah. First of all. Yeah. But yeah, I know. I know. Yeah, I know about him. But like his fans were like all young and impressionable people and stuff. And he Mm -hmm. took advantage of that because he was so X, we can call him X. Yeah. Yeah. That's what most people call him. X was a, he was a rapper. Yeah. And he was on this, uh, his music was pretty depressing, kind of sad. Yeah. Literally his one album was called sad. So, I mean, like, it was pretty sad. Okay. Like, yeah. Yeah. And but so he, he was killed. He was murdered. Yeah. He right? was shot, dead, murdered. But he had a lot of stuff behind the scenes, too, with him that wasn't good. Like what? The, um, with uh, the one thing that was like an ongoing case that he had this pregnant girlfriend and he beat the shit out of her the one time. And uh, like, now was really, he, he was charged with, with yeah, this? Yeah. Yeah. And he'd like, when, and he was going through the case, I'm pretty sure, whenever. He was murdered. And so it was to... never, it was never wrapped up. No, there was a recording that surfaced online not too long ago where he kind of like it was an interview. I don't know if it was like a deposition tape or whatever, but he admitted like he was like, yeah, I, like you know, she was she was fucking up. She didn't fuck up ever again after I did what I did. You know, he was like he basically was kind of boasting about it. Yeah. But when that tape came out, he was dead already. He wasn't here to defend himself, right? But all right. these little X stands—that's what I call them. Like what do you call them? X stands, you know, stands, like the Eminem like, like song stand. Like, <laughs> yeah, they're all okay. X stands. Very you cannot... Is that a is that an original Daveism? No, no, it's that's oh, something that's okay. been like online for a while. Now, that's I good. Just, I just love the name. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, they'll like defend him like no other man. They'll be like, like, oh, he's like, I I specifically remember seeing a tweet like, oh, how are you guys gonna keep like posting the stuff? He's not even here to defend himself, and it's like, dude, shut the fuck up. <laughs> like, I don't know what else to say. Like. Stop. Like, do not, like, give him any attention. Because what made me mad about this whole thing, man, when he was going through the court case, he would take advantage of his fans because of how young they were and how impressionable they were about him, right? So, like, when he was going into the courts about this and everything, he would tell all of his fans to come out to the trial and everything to make him look good. Right. It was only to make him look good. He knew what he was doing the whole time. He was taking advantage of his fans, but they're there to defend him no matter what. Yeah. And so that's powerful when people because they identified with the way he, you know, the way he got his message out there and his yeah. art and people will attach themselves to that. Yeah. And then it's, again, there it is. You got, OK, here's some information that doesn't agree with their sort of imagined bond that they have with him or yeah. their identity that they or whatever portion of their identity is made up of how they identify with that music. Right. The uh, domestic assault stuff doesn't really agree with that so they attack it exactly it's their instinct exactly yeah and it's it's, it's like uh it's, it's this it, it, cult thing it's like dude it was even getting to the point where like they were harassing his girlfriend or whatever she was that was like going after him for the for all this stuff yeah they were harassing her to the point where like they found all of her personal information and leaked it online yeah, like they did her. all this stuff yeah. like it's, it's like, why should like we feel bad for him when like when he was kind of the cause to do all this stuff yeah. He wasn't telling like his fans like you know no. I have heard um it, it's it's a meme that uh X fans are will say <laughs> they're easily riled up, yeah. right? You yeah. can't talk about him without, you know, them trashing you. Exactly. Um 
and they appear to be, you know, super young. But yeah, how? What are the circumstances of him of his death? Like he was he mean? was murdered, right? Yeah. Now was Shot this dead in cold a? No, I don't know anything about him. Was this a gang thing or what? No, what it was like it was basically these people had been following him. I think for a minute kind of were like planning on robbing him because it was a robbery basically that's all it was it was a robbery gone bad he was at this atv spot he looking at a new dirt bike uh, whatever he was looking at there leaving he was leaving in his porsche or whatever they knew he was there as soon as he's like leaving like here's the intersection that he's coming up right here they pull up on him right here like they pull, block his vehicle. Yeah, they block his vehicle, come out. There's like two dudes that come out. They take his Louis bag, his Louis book bag, had like $10,000 in it, and they ended up just shooting him in the neck, and they killed him. And that's literally the only reason he's dead, is because someone wanted a $10,000. So this was up. just random... It was a random, senseless act of violence, yes. Yeah. yeah, there was no premeditated thing about it. It wasn't like he pissed off the wrong person or right, whatever. Right. Unless you want to get in, like, con- like people were doing crazy with conspiracy theories and everything like that, of course, after it happened. But, yeah. like, well, he with was, fans like that, yeah, I'd yeah. be disappointed if there wasn't some good conspiracy stuff out there. Yeah, but he was, he was shot in cold blood. But it was, it was weird though, man, yeah, because, like, up. it was after that happened, people, of course, went like internet detective and everything, and they were trying <laughs> to blame this one kid who was from Florida. And it was like, it was just a Where random. Where did the uh, shooting happen? Florida. It happened in Florida. Yeah. Was he from Florida? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And um, there was this rapper. I think his name was like Soldier Kid. Kid's trash. He's terrible. He's like a Kodak Black <laughs> wannabe, basically. Like, he's really bad, man. Like, really, really bad. <laughs> I and mean, aim high, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but um, everyone started doing research on this kid and it ended up being like he was like, he was less than like... I think Kodak of, Black is hilarious. I, actually, in interviews, I yeah. he's, I watch him. He's he's, he's great. He's like so the Breakfast funny. Club interview where he came in with like a ski mask and everything. <laughs> yeah. and like, just, like it was just funny. I'm not a big Kodak Black fan, but I do like some of his shenanigans that he does. <laughs> yeah, and they're pretty funny. I like him. He's... Yeah, but it ended up being like this kid was like ended up being like ten minutes away from the murder scene whenever it happened. Um. He was posting like with a gun on him, like what he posted like on Snapchat that he had a gun on him and it was ten minute like ten minutes away from the scene at the time. He had a picture of like this mask like on his Instagram that looked like the same mask like the shooters used and everything. Uh, he was dropping all this like uh, I don't know if he had like a project coming out called XXX or whatever, so he kept dropping little hints about that and everything. So like of course kids took it way too far and like made it a thing and like it mm-hmm. kind of hurt his career, but like. How much of a career did you really have, kid? Did it like, hurt him, or did it, or did it put his name out there? It, that's it did. That's that's the weird thing. The only thing that this oh. kid had was he was framed for the XXX and Tashi Armour. Did you know who he was before that? No, no oh, one knew well, who there he was. You before go. That. Like he even got to go just, on No Jumper to explain himself about this whole situation. He Logan Pauled us, mm-hmm. basically. Mm. But again, now I don't that's know. Not, the, this guy did not intentionally do this. He's not the one that framed himself. No. No, yeah. he was he was actually quite upset that this all happened. He was not uh, happy yeah. that his name got slandered as bad as it did. Yeah, I mean, being framed for a murder is not not good. Look good on you. No, although still, again you. though, the fact is the same. Yeah. Now I've heard his name where yeah. I otherwise never would have. But now again, no one really knows his name anymore because I've listened like to. I his already music forgot it. To be honest with you, wait, what <laughs> the guy's name? I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was Soldier Kid. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> it's like Soldier Boy. But kid, <laughs> yeah, it's totally different. Yeah, yeah. totally different. Yeah. 
But um, yeah, I I listened to like one or two songs of him, and he was terrible. <laughs> like I didn't even fit. He had yeah. more. It's like he had more dislikes than likes on his page. Uh huh. That's that's one way. Well, you he's in good company. It. The YouTube Rewind video. Wait, what? The YouTube Rewind video. You know, YouTube does every year. They'll do. It's just this video that they put out, and they review all of the sort of you know iconic things that happened throughout the year, and they'll feature. Uh-oh. They'll feature influential YouTubers and stuff, but this past year, the YouTube Rewind made history as having the most <laughs> dislikes <laughs> as any video. Uh, That's awesome. I didn't know about this. That is hilarious. I haven't actually watched it, though, the YouTube Rewind. i just seen you know people like meme about it and stuff. I didn't know it was a thing. So. Apparently, it got... Uh, I mean, they do it every year, but this year, I don't know what... I actually I'll have to dig into it. I don't really know what people were so pissed off about, but it got... I think it set the record for the most thumbs down on a video, and yeah, that reminds me of uh, that reminds me of um, when EA had that uh, on that Reddit post that got the most hate of any Reddit post ever. I don't know if I knew it was it was relating to the uh, microtransactions on the Star Wars game, oh. and they talked about how. Uh, so they put out this Star Wars game for those of you who don't know. Um, I think it was called Battle. Yeah, Battlefront Two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Last year, the year before, I think was it was seventeen, two thousand seventeen. I think it might have been the end of two twenty seventeen. Anyway, so they put out this Star Wars game. It's an online shooter, and uh, EA is the publisher. Yeah, they're the publisher, and they. Um, well, anyway, EA includes in this game. Uh, they called micro microtransactions, which is where you buy the game, but then you gotta pay extra money after the fact for in-game items and, you know, to progress. And in this game, it was like you could... Uh, so it's a Star Wars game, and you could play as different Star Wars characters. And in order to unlock, like, you know, the cool characters like Darth Vader... I don't know the details. Of yeah. course, I didn't buy the stupid thing, but... Right. To get, like, Darth Vader or whatever, you had to pay X amount of dollars for, you know, in-game currency to buy it. Oh. But you could unlock it. You could unlock it by playing the game okay but someone did the math and it was like you would have to play for like some absurd amount like 80 hours of the game or something just to get oh, darth vader ea like was responding to people talking about this and they were like uh, uh we want players to have a sense of accomplishment when they unlock the thing so that's why okay and people just flipped and it got like the most downvoted reddit Reddit post yeah, up to that point. I don't know if it's been beat. But. I can see that. Yeah. I mean, EA has really gone downhill yeah. Yeah. lately. I mean, not lately, like for the past few years with well, that sort of stuff, like yeah. buying yeah. extra con- it, Like a lo- I feel like a lot of games are starting to go towards that where you have to buy so much I mean, I think content. honestly it might be swinging back the other way a little bit. I think it hit a kind of a breaking point with yeah. that stuff because when EA got that much hate, and I mean, that game like tanked because that... Oh, I that, can imagine. That controversy really hurt it so yeah. um i feel like it maybe has reached a tipping point with that but there's still you know there's still games that that do that i mean stuff like I look mean, at look at fortnite i was though. just gonna say that look but at fortnite, fortnite but that but it's not is a free game and you can play well the battle the battle royale is free. Well, that's the only part anyone cares about. exactly <laughs> exactly no one's behind that single play. but anyway nah. so you can buy things on there but they don't affect the gameplay now granted nah. it's pretty lame to run around on that game and just have the the no skin exactly like you want to have a little swagger too you know like, <laughs> you gotta buy the fancy dance and stuff yeah but like you don't have to nah. so that's different I, I don't see that as the same thing it's if you want to flex on like, people if, I, if you're gonna make them. a star wars game 
And if I want to be Darth Vader, I have to pay extra when I already paid sixty dollars for the game. Right. They're just asking to piss people off. Well, what's the same? And Star thing? Wars fans are. <laughs> you don't oh, want to piss them off. That, I think that. that was their mistake. Maybe if it was a different franchise, it it wouldn't have been as severe. Right, but. If you're wanting to piss off a bunch of already pissed off kids that are going through life, like, <laughs> you don't want to do that. That's why. Wait, what? Existence is pain. Yeah. It all comes back to that. Mm-hmm. That should be our slogan. I think it, it is now. It has to be. Existence is pain. I like it. EIP. EIP. RIP EIP. It's gotten worse, too, man, with, like, uh, every video game nowadays, it's like, you want you have to buy a season pass. Even mm-hmm. after, like, if you want all the DLC and stuff, you have to buy another $30 I, I was never pass. a big DLC buyer. I always just felt like... With certain games, I was. Like, it pisses I was me playing. off, because it's like, I already paid for the game. Like, give me the rest of it. Why do I have to, you know, but I get oh, it now. It's because, agree. The other side of that, and I can understand this, is that games have been 60 bucks for, like, 15 years. Oh, like, yeah. the price hasn't gone up, so they gotta make money somehow, oh, yeah. you know? I mean, look back at, like, I would always look back at old catalogs, like old Toys R Us catalogs when Nintendo 64 was popular and stuff, dude. Games back then were $50, $60. Like, right. that, it's not a changing market. No. It's, but it's been... No, like, I personally would rather pay 75 bucks for a game and get all of it. Yeah, like, I 100% don't agree. Don't piecemeal it, don't make me, you know, I hate I that. I 100% agree. And I always feel like it used to be, maybe it's not this way anymore, but I used to feel like DLC was just like, it's just like a, a crappier B-side part of yeah. the game that they don't want to... No, that's not but, always the case. Like, no. there have been games that have had excellent DLC, like uh, The Witcher, the DLC. Oh, yeah. Witcher I've, 3 DLCs. I've never played, but I know like, everyone tells me that's like... The, I've heard at least five yeah. people tell me that's that's the best game well, they've ever played One of those DLCs, before. I've heard... I know I have them, but I haven't actually... I beat the main game, but I haven't played the DLCs, and I don't yeah. want to... I don't want to get super deep into <laughs> the witcher oh, but yeah you haven't played it people might not have played it but i mean a lot of people played the witcher 3 yeah i know was, people have had like at least 60 to 80 hours in that i game. have 100 and really 20 wow yeah, that's, that's like a one and a half playthroughs. so i played through the game when it came out and that playthrough and i did a lot of the side quests took me 80 hours or so wow then i went to do it again when i got the dlc there's two big DLCs that I got, Blood and Wine, and uh, I forget what the other one's called, Stone, Heart of Stone, Hearts of Stone. Yeah. Um, I wanted to play through to get the to, to play the DLC. Uh huh. So I sunk like another forty, fifty hours into it, and I just got so sidetracked with the side quests in the game that I never even got to the DLC. Yeah. <laughs> just, yeah. yeah. I've heard that's how I it still goes with that. It. I've heard that the uh, that Blood and Wine itself is like basically a $60 game or it could be really uh-huh that makes me want to get this game i've been wanting to get it for a while now but it's like i know like yeah it's i know it, once it's, i get it's, it's, it i'm not gonna i'm gonna be invested in it way too much yeah i, I mean i'd say it's way too it. much it's, stuff it's, so it's, it's really like, it's an excellent piece of work it's really yeah music is like, phenomenal have you ever looked at like time played you have in game and i try like, not to like, honestly oh my god because with dude. wow oh i was actually World gonna bring Warcraft? that one up yeah yeah, World of play to, I'm not even gonna say what it what it was. Really? Yeah, I. It makes me hurt inside even more it than was just that bad? normally. Uh, I mean, it, it's maybe not like I've heard of people that have had. Well, because you haven't played WoW in like how long now? I played it in a chunk about three years ago. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, I played and I was like raiding and stuff. Okay, doing the end game stuff. Yeah. Uh, I played it pretty heavy for a couple of months in 2015. Oh, okay, okay. But that's when I got into it again a little bit. But I'm still in it like a little bit right you're now. You're playing now, yeah. I'm surprised you're even here. 
Good job. Well, Good job getting I, here <laughs> while you're playing. Applause, round of applause for, yeah. Well, no, I try to, like, with that game at least, dude, because it is one of those games where, like, I will sit down, do an eight-hour session, and I don't even feel like eight hours went by. It's like, I like, like a couple weeks ago, I started at 11 o'clock, and I looked at my phone, it was 6 o'clock, and I was like, oh, wow, I should probably start doing some other stuff around the house real quick. <laughs> but I, I try to only set myself up to play that game, like, once or twice a week. Because, like, I work... I work 12 hours most of the day, like in my normal nine to five job. So I only have these, I only have three days to kind of do whatever I want to do. So one of those days, at least is doing stuff around the house, getting errands done and everything. So I set usually like Wednesdays is my gaming day to where I set like at least eight to 10 hours aside to where I'm just, that's all I'm doing basically. Really? Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. It's, it's Good just, for you. that's my downtime basically is like, yeah. I try to get everything. Cause like, like now we're doing this on Tuesdays. So this like majority of my yeah, Tuesday, so Tuesday is based around Tuesdays this. just fucked. Exactly. Like <laughs> Tuesdays after, lost. Like, right. As soon as like 10, like I know I can't do anything past 10 o'clock on Tuesday because you the gotta first go in the next day to work. No. You don't work Wednesday. No, I don't work Wednesday. You play games Wednesday's Wednesday. my gaming day. Yeah. So you like, get up early out of bed to go play games. I mean, I wake up early anyway. Yeah. Like I'm up at like eight at like but today. I, 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 it's just interesting to me that you the night before you know that you have to go to bed so you can play games the next day. Well it's all I don't even think like that. It's like I don't like set it like myself like a certain bedtime to go to yeah. bed just to play video games. Like I like I'm just on a certain wake up schedule. Like I'll wake up at eight o'clock and like you know like well, you're, yeah, see so you're like, you're but, responsible about it because you don't want to yeah, screw yourself up for work and exactly. just be wrecked. Like as soon as I wake up, I don't immediately start gaming. Like you know, like okay. I'll make coffee, like do what I need to do, like yeah. like have breakfast and stuff, like smoke a little bit and everything, and then I'll start. Like yeah. ten o'clock is usually like okay, I'm I'm checking out of reality for like a little bit and just don't bother me. I'm just gonna be chilling here. Right. So that's my thing. But like I like that. It's yeah. so organized. It's but, cool. But I've like I've I've lot I've watched um YouTube videos of players who have been playing WoW since '06 when it came out. And they have... I don't know how you could entertain yourself with that game for this long. Dude, there's people who have, like, over two years of gameplay. I, I've i heard. Like, I'm watching videos of them, like, add up all, like, yeah. their gameplay, and they're like, yeah, I have around 900 days played on this. I'm like, what? Yeah. Now, for those of you out there that may not understand that, not two years... I've been playing this game every day for two years. It means two years on the clock in the game playing it. Yeah. Two whole years of life spent playing that game. Yeah. And of course, like, you know, those are the people that make money off of it. Those are the people who stream off of it and have been, like, they've made WoW a hustle for them, basically. Sure. They never worked a nine to five and have played WoW and have been able to yeah, handle themselves financially. And, and that's another it. thing that, that people are starting to understand is that playing video games can be, you know, there's there's ways to turn it into a hustle these yeah. days. And that's what I tell, I tell my dad that because he has, uh, younger children and stuff who were in the video games heavily yeah. and stuff. And like, he doesn't, I think he understands it a little bit, but doesn't understand like what the possibility of but that with, could be. I mean, it, it, there's a lot of avenues with it because yeah. streaming, you can make, you can do YouTube, you can, e you can play esports. Yeah, exactly. There are esports for a lot of different genres. And like, well. and I'm sure like a lot of kids nowadays that see like that are growing up in the era that this is a possibility to oh. go down a career. Cause I mean, like, I used to think that because e like esports like was bigger like it started to get bigger whenever I was in junior high or so. Really? Yeah. Like it, with it, what games? Halo. Halo was a big yeah, one. Yeah, that was one of the first. Probably. I, I was, and that's what Ninja Halo Ninja started on Halo. Yeah, he used to be a competitive Halo. And then he player. went into the battle royale. Like, yeah, game. Fortnite. He started playing Fortnite like a year and a half ago or something. Yeah, he was in. He was streaming on H one Z one. I'm pretty sure before Fortnite came out. And oh, then, okay. Yeah, then okay. he came to Fortnite. So I don't he know was if he already PUBG. In... 
two. He was already one. in Battle Royale before Fortnite came. Yeah. Out. He would even like break off and do like other like games. I know he did the he played a, a few rounds of the new Call of Duty whenever the beta dropped for that. Like he's I have that a little yeah. bit. Yeah. It's fun. It, it, it for me it replaced game. PUBG. Dude, it's I, like it fills that space for like a more realistic yeah, less PUBG cartoony PUBG is so uh, laggy anymore, man. Like, well it's it's glitchy. It's, it's such it's a, a mess. It's, it's, it's that's so another one of those, developed. and that's a whole another thing that we could get into is the early access. Yeah. Thing with games where they'll put out these games, they'll take a Kickstarter or or even if it's not Kickstarter, you're buying the early access. You know, beta, or not even beta. It's like yeah. alpha, and then they just take the money and don't finish it. Exactly. That's, there's been so many games like that. Well, like because that's when I first started playing PUBG was when it was first coming out in early access. I bought it like I bet a, it was rough. Oh, dude, I bought it a month or two after and I couldn't play it. I literally bought it from the Steam store and I ret- and I asked for a refund that same night because you can ask for a refund from games from Steam if you don't have like certain amount of hours played and if it's like so many days after you buy it and stuff. And after a night of playing that, I was like, I am getting my money back from this for sure. It was that bad. It was, I couldn't play Did you it. actually do the return? You got the yeah, money back? I got the money back, yeah. It's cool that you can do that. Uh-huh. I, I love Steam for that. Like, I really I really enjoy Steam for doing that. They have a great customer service, like, thing. They have a great... They're kind of like, if you have a problem with your account, they take days to get back to you about that sort of thing. That's the only kind of negative thing about it, but... See, that, that kind of... I, I get annoyed with that. Yeah. Because I with your Steam account... And again, for people who don't know, Steam is, it's a platform where you can buy, you can play games, but you can buy, it's a a store where you can buy games. But the thing is, all of those games that you buy are tied to your Steam account. So like if Steam would ever go out of business, Valve, well, it would be a legal nightmare because what I was about to say is the reason that that slow customer service would piss me off is because I have thousands of dollars in with them. Oh, like, yeah. I'm a, th- I'm a thousands of dollars customer to you and you can't answer my email. Right. That's bullshit. Well, see, like, that was the two, like, when I was trying to, uh, when I got back into PC gaming a couple years ago, I bought, like, a legit setup so I can be able to play again and everything. And I, I, uh, I had an old profile on there and it, and it was with an old email address that I have no longer have you access mean a pre- to. an older account yeah. that had games on it. Yeah. And I was trying to, I and it had like Counter Strike, Left 4 Dead, and like a handful of other ones, like Gary's Mod, stuff like that. That yeah. I would fuck around with a lot, and I just wanted those back. I didn't feel like repaying for them, yeah. so I asked them if there was anything they could do, and it was basically like no. Yeah, like if you don't, if you don't me. have like the email, like we can't do. If anything you lose access to that account, it's done. You're it's toast. Game over. You're toast. And it took me like, and it just made me max. It took me five days to find this out. Like, it took me, like, days for them to, like, just kind of, like, piss around the whole, like, idea and yeah. not do anything about it. But they got the leverage. Yeah, What are you going to do? do? Exactly. It's like I still rebought most of those games. It was like exactly. I wanted them. But I waited for the Steam sale when they're, like, a dollar a piece, basically. So <laughs> it's like I played it smart with that, at least. Yeah. Like, I've been buying games from other places. <laughs> okay, that's a smart way to do it. Yeah. Yeah. Prices get lower. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I don't yeah. want to. I'm not going to. I don't. I don't you did feel that like... with Red Dead too, didn't you? <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, <laughs> I don't know if I want to get into this on here, but that was different. Okay, I'm talking PC games like where you can buy codes from other yeah. sites. You know? Yeah, I've done that. Yeah, yeah. But the prices are are lower sometimes. Oh yeah, the Red, oh, yeah. The Red Dead Two thing. Uh, I like your strategy on that one. The strategy was okay. So I can say this: I got a. You know, how Facebook does. Uh, what what do they call that? Facebook daily steals, or they'll like 
Like on the marketplace? Things that you can buy through, this thing popped up on Facebook and it was like, Red Dead Redemption for 35 bucks. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, I'll take that gamble. It's 35 bucks, you know? <laughs> Worst that could happen. I'm out yeah. 35 bucks, you know? And it came. <laughs> I did it, and it, it was. It took a while, and it was late. Yeah, but it came. I mean, you didn't get to play it like the first few days that it dropped. No, but I wouldn't have anyway. That's right. why I didn't care. You know? Yeah, that's it, what I did. It with came. That. I mean, and it is the case is in Spanish. That's what made me laugh the most. I think yeah, I was yeah, like, "Oh yeah. my god!" <laughs> like, yeah. But the game is it's the it's a normal copy of the game, and, and plus, P, I didn't care even if it was because PS4 games are region free. Yeah. So they're not. If you get a, a game from another part of the world, you can play it. Yeah, but you cool. know, it's going to be like El Red Dead Redemption. O. <laughs> <laughs> El Red Dead Redemption. <laughs> be some. You know, you open up and there's like a a, a floppy disk in there. <laughs> Crayon. You get, you get like a donkey. It's like your horse. You don't get an actual horse. You just get a donkey. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I got it. I'm still playing it now. I. uh I told my brother last night, actually, we were playing, well, we were playing Fortnite, and, and I was telling him about, I had to take a little break from Red Dead Redemption. Yeah. Um, because it's, I've just been on this thing where it's like a, I might be revealing too much about myself, but it's been, a, uh, I've just been playing it like, it's like a serial killer simulator. Okay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I get what you mean. You can like lasso people. Oh, yeah. And, you, Leave you them know, in a train track oh. and wait for the train to come and everything. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, drag him by a horse for three miles and see what happens. Like, this guy was starting with me for, like, walking past him on the sidewalk. And he wanted to fight. He pulls out a knife. And, uh, man, I am talking about this. <laughs> but, yeah, so basically I lassoed him and dragged him into the creek and just drowned him. <laughs> just, just... <laughs> I mean, you're able to do it. Why not do it? Yeah, yeah. Only in games. No, yeah. no, <laughs> no. It doesn't go in the no, real life. No lassoing or drowning of of people in in real life. Video games do not cause violence. Your brother was actually trying to get me to play Fortnite last night with you guys. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, we, I was we like, I had to do research for this show today, so I wasn't really able to last yeah. night. Yeah, you're a diligent worker. Yeah. yeah, thank you for that. We played Playground. We play the Playground I can't mode. Play Playground, man. Really? I can't do it. It's just low stress, like you can practice. I I don't like low stress. If I'm playing Fortnite, I want to be stressed out. Really? Yeah. See, it's the only way I can practice because I can't like when I'm it's it's actually how I can get better because if I'm playing just my a friend because I have this thing where like I'm really competitive, mm -hmm. so I get you know fired up. Yeah. I mean, we've played. I mean, we, we 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 did that. You know. Yeah, we, we just had did that like, Fortnite party. Yeah. And again, we were ago. revealing too much about our selves and our failings as human beings but anyway we had a uh we had a Fortnite party at my brother's place and uh you know i i get it gets a little heated right i'm, yeah. I'm competitive i don't like to lose right? right if i'm doing something i want to apply myself to it and and do well and those games are just i just cannot compete with these nine-year-old kids that have yeah. nothing else to do and they just constantly play and their reflexes are insane oh my god like they'll just be they'll snap around and nail the headshot like and you're just like how did that even happen i didn't even have a chance to but some of the building is. I can't get better too. because because when I'm in these fights, the I, I just get distracted by my hatred. Like, yeah, like an anger. Like I want. I, I'm this. I'm a hateful dude when I'm doing them. It's like oh, I just want. I want the bullets to really <laughs> come out of the screen sometimes. You know, <laughs> like. But uh, in playground mode, like that's where you can just mess around and play with your buddy and like we'll play and it's just like I, I'm not 
so fired up so I can actually like practice a little bit. Okay, so play did like when you're playing against someone in playground mode, is it like a normal thing? Like you start off in the battle bus and you drop Yeah. And like okay. It's just you're the only people on the island. And there's That'd like so I couldn't do that though, man, because it's like if it's only two people playing, like you're in the whole map with only one other person. You just like, land together. Okay. And like you can and anyway, I don't <laughs> I don't know what we're doing right now. <laughs> <laughs> we got like way off topic yeah. with this. But <laughs> so Fortnite. <laughs> so hey. Darksiders. <laughs> all all one listener that is left now. One listener that's yeah, left that yeah, we, like, yeah, you. Fortnite. How you doing? How you doing? <laughs> you doing all right? <laughs> Thanks for sticking with us. <laughs> we appreciate you. We appreciate you. Thank you. We love you. I don't I don't know you well enough to say that. You might you might really suck, but I'm glad you're here. If you listen to twenty minutes of Fortnite, like you that's a real you got you got a commitment ride or die fan yeah but yeah. well, we said we were going to talk about that anyway so about Fortnite yeah a little bit today yeah because remember we talked about like there's like every sort of porn out there Fort- including Fortnite porn like yeah. ridiculous oh that's that what's that it's rule rule thirty four or rule whatever of the internet so I don't know if it's rule thirty four or what the number is but it is just the principle that if a thing exists there is porn of it. Yeah. On the internet. Like you said, there's Overwatch porn, and I would have never thought about that. Like, <laughs> you trying to, <laughs> like, you never want. <laughs> nice. <laughs> well played. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, I mean, I'm just being honest. Like, uh-huh. <laughs> I would... <laughs> tell me, tell me about the no Overwatch porn that you've. Not watched. Okay, I've never seen Winston just banging out Tracer <laughs> 10 minutes straight. Uh, never seen it. I told you my mom listens to the show, right? Yeah, okay. that was for her. Okay. <laughs> She'll appreciate it. She doesn't know what the hell Overwatch is. So. No. I mean, it's what research is for. Google. <laughs> Do your research. <laughs> Watch Flat Earth videos. Oh, God. I don't want to go down this again. <laughs> I watch, I've watched Flat Earth videos and just like, I feel like I lose brain cells every time I watch Flat Earth. Have you videos. actually watched some? Yeah. Really? Yeah. What are the highlights? Tell me about some of the good ones. Well, they believe there is, do you know about the ice, the polar no. ice no, no, no. rim around the edge of the Flat Earth? A rim? There's an ice rim? Oh, yeah, yeah. Tell me about this. I okay. This. So like, you know, like they have like the, uh, I'm, I'm, no one can see me do this, but I'm, it's just for you. They have like the map like all just spread spread out flat the all the continents look weird like all flat around the outer edge they mm-hmm. believe is a big ice wall mm-hmm. that keeps everyone in like you just, can't just go so past for it. the listener out there uh he made a circle yeah circle connected <laughs> <laughs> wait so there's an ice like game of thrones like an ice wall like around the whole barrier of the and how do they explain earth? how no one's ever seen it they just don't. You got me, man. <laughs> you you got me. They could probably Again, explain another, another bubble, another information crisis bubble. Yeah, weirdos who just want to, and they're not. But that, I, that's a mistake, even to say weirdos, because I bet you. I don't think it is. I bet you there's normal people that that fall for this stuff. Uh, there there was a there was an NBA player. I forget his name exactly, but he believed that the Earth. Oh he, yeah, he bought uh, into the flat Earth conspiracy. I yeah. Same I with Bob. I'm pretty sure the rapper. <laughs> Really? I'm pretty sure he yeah. bought into it. There's yeah. been a few. I think it's just, a, like we were saying, that's one of those ones that I feel like a lot of them do it for the for the lulls. Yeah. Like they just pretend. Because you don't know who's trolling and who's not, so they yeah. could be doing it. But there's like flat earth conventions, man. Yeah. You know, People I don't. come together. 
we're still sort of exploring what we could do in this, you know, in this platform. I would love to do like dark side field trips. Like, <laughs> you want to go to a flat earth expo? I would so go to a flat earth I would too. Thing for the show. Like, it would be worth Just it. Just have like a be, list. It would be torture for us, but it'd be worth it. Well, the- we could have like a list of questions that we could go around and ask these people, but they can be yeah. like, we'd have to have them explain certain things and have them explain them in detail and see like how. Oh, yeah. Or the furry thing the fr- in Pittsburgh. The I'm f- not going there. <laughs> I'm not going there. Uh-uh. Why not? Oh, man. That's a whole other what thing. Do you, so you're grossed out by furries? I'm not grossed out by them. I'm just weirded out by them. Like, I went to the bowling alley one time, and there was, like, furries hanging out there, dude. Like, every Friday at AMF. Down at, like, um, every week? At South Hills. I'm pretty sure. I went there, like, me and my buddy went there. Over in this corner, there were, like, five furries or whatever hanging out, and we're like, what were, were they doing? Speechless. What were they doing? Just like bowling, videotaping each other, playing in the arcade, like were weird they, things, man. Were they talking? I didn't go that close to them to even because know. I think that they part of the thing is that they don't they don't speak. Yeah, they have translators. They have they, translators. Yeah, there's. Oh man, what? We're going way too like deep dog deep. dog language? Yeah, they'll, tran- they'll be like, like okay, they, like, what do they do? They bark and have someone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I know. I'm shaking my head. I, no one can look, hear me or I, see not, me, but. I don't want to like laugh at them. I, I just think it's it's a, it's totally okay. I mean, no kink shame. I, I'm not I'm not kink shaming them. I'm just yeah. like, why? It's got to hey, be uncomfortable I, I, to wear a, a big ass furry suit for I think hours. Maybe that's part of it. I think maybe that's part of the. I don't know. It's like it's like playing Dark Souls. Like you play it because it's hard, right? You wear the suit, you know. It's no, like, I quit Dark Souls because it was hard. I was like, "This is this well, is making me mad." You're not, you're not cut out for furry life. I'm not. Apparently, you I don't guess have the I'm discipline. Not. I feel. I just. I'm, I, I'm a terrible uh, person. I used to speed run Dark Souls. Played a played a lot of Dark Souls. I'm sorry, but I'm not a furry. I don't know, man. You're kind of defending them pretty hard, over there. <laughs> I'm just being intellectually honest. <laughs> I couldn't imagine running around Pittsburgh in the middle of the summer. Yeah, that thing is in the summer, isn't yeah. it? It's like in June or... Yeah. Yep. Yeah. It's an interesting phenomenon that goes around around it is. here. I like how we're known for that, too. That we're, Pittsburgh is known it's for a, a furry convention. It's a big furry convention every yeah. year. Yeah. What goes on behind the scenes in these hotels? Do they literally like have big litter boxes that they like? Go I don't in? know. I, some people do live that hardcore life of a furry. Well, I don't like, even think... There's another level like of people who actually live their life as... Like I've seen, uh, I forget what what they're called, but there's um, these videos of people who will be like walked on leashes and yeah. like actually treated like a dog. Yeah, I mean they're not furries. That's something no. different. It's a whole other kink. I mean that's intense. Yeah, I saw it. I mean they're like living like that. Yeah, yeah. It's the same. Like I've seen one like uh, like one of those My Strange Addiction shows. Mm-hmm. Like the one girl's obsessed with like being a horse or a pony. Being a horse. Yeah. Like, she like pretends to be a horse. Uh huh. Do you see the one where the girl eats her own hair? Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> There's one where the girl eats rocks. Eats rocks, yeah. yeah, yeah I'm pretty yeah. sure. Like it, they have, yeah. Some of those have to be acted out. Nah, I mean, maybe, but that's a real thing, though. Yeah, oh, I know that's a real thing, but like some of those like that are just like so weird that you're like, really? Yeah. Like the one dude's like... What uh, do you think about the being a horse? First of all, what did she even do? She like... Uh, She'll, like, put on this gear, like, she'll go, like, you know how they have, like, horse stables that people go and, like, ride their horse around in, yeah. like, circles and stuff? She'll go to one of those and prance around like a horse. With, like, a saddle on and stuff? Yeah. Is she, like, is she wearing, 
she a like, horse costume or she just kind of yeah she'll have like the hooves and stuff but like she won't go on all fours she'll uh-huh. like go on like two feet but then like kind of like make her hands like act like a whole. It's, it's a weird that's thing, weak dude like can't she took her commit. daughter out to see like how she does it and everything her daughter you can just tell it's like <laughs> she's oh, like an adult God. daughter yeah yeah you could just tell in the face she was like oh my god this, <laughs> I, I i really went on like cable tv for this right now <laughs> like Never going to be looked at the same, probably, yeah. from some of her close friends. So you think this lady's faking it? Just to I be... don't know about her, but I do think some of the people on those shows fake it. I'm sure. Cause... Like, the one was, like, uh, all of his friends are, like, inflatable, like, pool toys or something. <laughs> I've seen that one, and I was like, I was like, really, man? How is that like, an addiction, though? Maybe, what... they, maybe they're running out of shit to do. That's what I'm thinking. You can only have so many weird addictions. You can only do someone eating their own hair so many times. I mean that's like a, a documented. There's a name for that. I forget what it is, but no, that, uh, I, I'm thinking I of know. where people can't help but compulsively pull their hairs out. Oh, okay. there's a name for that. Um, I don't know if there's one for eating hair. Yeah, I don't know about that. But Whew. there's definitely some stress things. We like really that. drove ourselves into into some corners today, yeah. didn't we? Yeah, they were good corners for us. It's good. I mean, yeah, we yeah. have great content to talk about the whole time, but content. Content. <laughs> We're content with the content. Capital C content. So we've got one more yeah. large size topic to cover today. Yeah. And that is the egg. The egg. Yeah. I don't Tell know. us about the egg. So I don't know how this got started. Someone sent it to me a few days ago on Instagram. Like they DM me and they were like, you have to go like this picture like right now or whatever. So like I didn't think huh. anything of it. I thought I had the Instagram page pulled up, but it was uh, it's called like Wor- World Record Egg. Yeah, that's the Instagram account. Okay, so there's a whole account on this egg. Yeah, it's it's literally like one picture of an egg. So the the account only has one post. Yeah, literally one picture, and it's like of a brown a okay. picture of a brown egg. Yeah, so the profile picture is a brown egg, and their one post is the same picture of a brown egg. And um, how many followers does this page have? Uh, six point three million, and it was started January fourth. That they started this. And today is, what's today? The 15th. So Today's this is going 15th. on 11 days. Now 11 days. It's got 6 million followers. And so the whole thing with this was to beat out the world record for the most liked Instagram post, okay. which was a picture of Kylie Jenner. you think it Jenner. started that way? Was that the intention of I this I think thing? it was, yeah. Because okay. it's like, it's okay. it's in the uh, it's in the description on the picture. Like, we want to like, let's break the world record okay. and get the most liked post on this. Yeah. Kylie Jenner was the original holder with 18 million likes on a photo probably have heard just going like like probably like this or <laughs> he something just did a, a duck yeah kind of a shitty duck face yeah exa- exactly like i i didn't want to do it good <laughs> but um <laughs> I, love, I love that <laughs> you wanted to, to make sure that people know that you you could yeah you wanted to yeah got a fire duck face i don't i got a great you weren't duck gonna face. pull that out for like, this if i put a duck face on the podcast um instagram we yeah. would get a million followers we're not set up for that much right now yeah i can't do it yeah. But, um, you got to do a duck face on the story or something, though, at this point. Yeah. I'll see. That, now I'm subjected to do that, yeah. Yeah. Okay, go ahead. Um, <laughs> but, um, but anyway, they beat the record by a lot. It's over double the amount that they thought now, they were Okay, get. so how many how many likes did, did that picture have? Uh, what did they need to beat? They needed to beat 18 million. And how they're, many likes does it have now? They're now at... 42 almost at 43 million more than double more yeah. more than double yeah and last wow. night i checked it it was at around like 40 or 41 so this is getting like a million likes per day basically mm-hmm. like more than that 
So it's just funny, man. It's literally just a meme. Yeah. It's a meme. It's just for the lols. It's verified on Instagram. It has the blue check mark. Really? Yeah. <laughs> it has a Gmail account. It has <laughs> merchandise. What would you want to email this egg about? I guess like... the collab. <laughs> we should do it. <laughs> we should hit up this egg. Like, hey, 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 we want you on the Dark Side podcast. Yeah. How can we get an interview? <laughs> Go in the fridge and get <laughs> You want to collab with this egg? <laughs> yeah. But yeah, man, like everyone's freaking out about it. And I can only imagine, like, I wonder how Kylie Jenner feels right now. She's literally like she, she was feels great. I'll egg. tell you what, because again, this is same repetitive theme. An egg doesn't have a career. Kylie Jenner does. Yeah. And the only name in this story is Kylie Jenner. Here we are talking about Kylie Jenner. Yeah. Repeat. Remember, like an hour ago, I had to ask you who the fuck is Kylie Jenner. Which one is that even? Right. Yeah. And now I know. Yeah. She's the one that lost to an egg. Exactly. But but, but I know who she be, is now. That could be her new thing. Instead of her being like uh, this beautiful Instagram makeup star now, mm-hmm. she could be the one who got beat by an egg. I mean, she is that. Yeah. She is definitely that. But like it could be like that could be what people talk describe her as now instead of like this big billionaire. Well, she's like, not the billionaire one you said, right? No, she is the billionaire one. Kendall's oh, the one who's on the oh, it, It's very okay. hard to keep you up see with what these. I mean? Yeah. I, yeah, it's very hard to keep up with all them. Yeah. But uh but <laughs> It's the name of their show. Keeping Keep up, up with <laughs> Wow. Boom. <laughs> wow. Mind blown right now. I didn't even think about that. Now I gotta watch the show. I gotta watch the show now. Yeah. Not real. I don't You don't feel the need to feed a dark hunger? No. I do that enough with like Overwatch porn. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. A lot of tentacle porn too. Hey yo. <laughs> There's an interesting story behind tentacle porn. I uh, well, I'll we'll bring it yep. I'll bring it back next week because there's a lot of cool history behind it actually. There's a uh, I know a little bit about it. We'll but just I'll, save it cuz I want to yeah. do I want to do a whole thing on okay. it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But the egg. The so egg. 6 million followers in 11 days for a picture of an and that's all word of mouth because it's like it literally has to be like everyone's just sharing this yeah because it's it's funny they had to have gotten like all all the meme pages like eventually like some of the top meme pages followed them and were like okay you got to go follow this and everyone started to follow and just snowballed from there basically these meme pages are really um interesting to me yeah we were talking about that a little bit earlier It's, it's so weird to me because they have a lot of influence you know a lot of these pages have you know, millions of followers, like yeah. like like as many as the egg or more. Yeah. Um especially the higher ones. Like mm. the ones that have been around for like fuck Jerry. That's like over twenty million of like that has twenty million followers? Let me let me see. Like it might even be more than that in all honesty. Because yeah. they've been around for a while now. Right. Same with like Shithead Steve and uh yeah. Tank Sinatra. Okay, Fuck Jerry has fourteen point two million. Fourteen million. Just from memes. But like the the interesting thing to me about those is that they're faceless. Yeah. Like, it's not someone's personality. And now it is, if you... Now, I've talked to some people who are, like, connoisseurs. I mean, I'm sure everybody knows that guy who's, like, the meme lord of your friend group. Yeah. Like, Mr. I saw every meme. Yeah. You can't send him shit because... Exactly. They're just like, yeah, I saw it. But some of those guys have a long-standing sort of relationship of consuming these these meme pages like so so you build like a bond with the guy who it's like he's a curator so whoever's running this thing and sharing this stuff it's like you're like me and this guy are on the level like we have the same sense of humor and so 
they just amass millions of people who follow their page. They look at and like every single thing that they share and they comment on it and stuff. And then these meme pages make tons of money through shout outs on Instagram. Bank, dude. You can charge a good chunk of change to do a little promo, See, you know. You told me, like, I thought they were around, like, I thought they were maxing out at, like, you know, $500 for no, reposts. You can, were telling me, like, 3000 I've heard. Charge. Yeah. That's nuts. Good for them. Like, yeah, it's like, it's a grind and a hustle. I mean, like, no yeah. meme page is, like, it's popular overnight and stuff. It definitely Hell takes no. a while. This guy's, they, they're grinding all day, every day. They're po- yeah. A lot of these guys are posting five, six times a day or more. Yeah. They're posting constantly. It's like their whole job. But. A lot of the a lot of the times too, like I don't know about like a lot of the bigger ones, but some of the newer ones that are coming out, you know, have a few hundred thousand followers and stuff. They're mo- they're basically like um, younger kids, mm-hmm. like probably within the ages of like sixteen. To so 20 why years you? Old. How do you? What makes you say that? Like, how do you know who's? I just like some. You of mean the, the followers that follow it? No, I feel like some of the pages okay. that are made it's like high like, school like, kids. Yeah, yeah, page. or even ones that are in like college, like maybe their second, third year of college and stuff like that, that have a lot more downtime. Uh, yeah, to make this yeah. up because I have seen. Like um like if you follow certain meme pages and look at their story and stuff they'll post about like you know uh like the the cars you think about buying and stuff like that yeah. and just like little things like they'll always make jokes about jewels and shit like that like who who smokes jewels high school kids exactly yeah like I but saw, again that could just be they know that most of the people who are looking at their memes are high school kids so yeah but then they'll also do some live videos and show their face and stuff like that and you can uh, yeah you that's can tell too. I've I've seen a couple that are yeah literally I saw like one who did a, 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 a live wasn't live but it was just a little video post while he was taking a shit yeah yeah so that happened mm-hmm. how absurd i don't know if it's dark or if it's just <laughs> it's just life now it's... we're like yeah i was just on this little video machine in my hand watching some guy take a shit it's like and now. i was just like fine with it i'm just like yeah. oh interesting we're just he's having so a contest he's giving away now. a t-shirt while he's taking a shit <laughs> i was like and you know what i thought i kind of like that t-shirt yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah where he got that t-shirt some random dude just taking a shit talking to me on the video machine (laughs) the video machine (laughs) video 16 year old talking about their iphone that's what it is yeah it literally is that's all i use my iphone for watching dudes take shit yeah (laughs) that's like i have three tabs open right now just sites dedicated (laughs) to live streams of yeah there's superbowl.com there's (laughs) (laughs) wow that's pretty good But yeah, man, it's, I don't know, I, I follow, like, I think I, like, use Instagram more for memes anymore than anything. I absolutely use it for memes. That's I it. don't, yeah, my whole feed is just memes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It seems like I'm following two new meme pages every day. Cause of well, course, yeah, because people message you a meme and you it's blocked and you can't see it. And yeah, you we've say, done that before. Me and yeah, you have, like, requested, sent them back. Right? Yeah, what requested. do you say? That's all you got to say. Yeah, and then they screenshot it. Or if it's a video, you're just... You're beat. Because the bad thing is you request them and then two hours later you forget about it because they yeah. don't like I've had it sometimes accept. too where someone will send me one like my brother was like notorious for that because yeah. he's like deep. Yeah. Deep. Very. In memes. Um, a meme lord if you will. Yeah. Lord of the memes. But he I'd say would send there. me a uh, post from one of these you know weirdo meme pages. I I don't follow it because you know and then I will request and then so a bunch of time will pass, and then they approve, and I go back in my messages, and like I can't see the post. They delete it. 
Ah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, they delete it. Some of them get deleted. Some of them they keep up. Or Instagram deletes it. Yeah. I think they take down those sometimes if they get reported. And that's why a lot of them stay private, too. Because I, I always wondered when I first, like, was, like, started following meme pages. I'm yeah. like, I think I was actually talking to your brother about this. I was like, dude, why are all of these pages private? And he was like, because they get deleted. Right. Like, a lot of people report them and fuck right. with them and they get oh. deleted. Plus, it's a way to get followers because when people DM the post, you have to request and yeah. then you got a follower. Well, and that's like... um. Barstool Sports did that the other day. I noticed because someone I, I'm in a group chat with sent me a, a meme from Barstool Sports, and it was private. So, of course, I had to follow them to see it. Yeah. Same with that Supreme Patty dude. He does that with his profile every once in a while. He'll set it private, so he has to get like a lot of followers once that, whenever see, he I assume that these meme pages are just always private. Some of them stay I open. feel like half the time, or all of the time, when I get these memes, like I have to request. I feel like they leave them public for like maybe a day or two. Sometimes I have to unfollow. Like I'll receive DMs from people with these memes and I end up following these pages so that I can see it. And then my feed is just flooded with just (laughs) bizarro memes. It's just like, because I'm out of my comfort zone with this. I don't. (laughs) Because the meme world has changed so much from like 2009 to 2019. Oh, you can't even compare. If you showed like, if someone has been in a coma for 10 years, they and wouldn't get them. it. They wouldn't get any no. of it. And a lot of the humor is super, super dark. Yeah. And super... Um, Just weird. It's dry and, like, nested. Like, you don't... There's no way for you to get this joke without having understood a previous joke. And then you go through like seven layers of that. It's like a copy of a copy of a copy. And by the time you're just in hell and you can't get out. And that's the world we live in. Or it's like a picture that's like really filtered and made to look blurry or something. And then it's just a high-pitched scream. Like yeah. right behind me. I've, I've ran into that and yeah. I'm like, what is this? But it still made me laugh at the same time. Yeah. I don't know what it's it is. It's because you're past the point of no return. Yeah. You've already been destroyed. Yeah. Desensitized beyond my control, basically. Hell yeah. You know, another thing is I've wondered a lot is who... So these pages, they go private because yeah. they're worried about getting their posts deleted and or their page getting deleted by Instagram. Right. And that happens, I think, when people report memes. They yes. report a post. Now, maybe this is a product of me not understanding the the very new generation of young bucks that are consuming all this stuff. Yeah. Who in the fuck is sitting around spending their time reporting posts on Instagram? Like, why is that? People who don't have anything better else to do. I mean, I don't have anything to do, but I don't report posts. But I just I think, look at them, right? I think a lot of the people who do report meme pages or younger pissed off kids what? who aren't doing it themselves. You know what I'm saying? I think it's that sort of thing. What do you like mean? The, or like, or ones that they like, cause you know how memes get so offensive anymore. Like, you know, like there's like, they're 10 but times. I, I just don't understand in that space. If you look at these memes, how are you offended by anything? How do you think any of this is funny okay. if you're offended? Okay, here, I'll give you a prime example. We were talking about X earlier, I right? I knew you were going to say that. Okay, yeah. But but it's a very, the only reason I'm saying it is because it's a very, a very big thing in the meme world. That he is, he's a huge thing in the meme world, right? Whenever a certain page like says something that slanders him or like talks bad about him, a yeah. lot of All those the X, X stands the X will cult, go and yeah, report that. X stands. Yeah. yeah. The meme pages are doing that, like simply for that reason to get a rise out of these kids. So it's kind of taking a risk on their own account because, like I said, some of these pages are worth thousands of dollars, especially if you have like hundreds of thousands, millions yeah. of followers. I'm tight with somebody that has one of those meme pages, and it's yeah. a constant risk. Yeah, because you can get deleted like for nothing. Exactly, it's one bad post, and you're done. 
mm-hmm. and you and there's a big chance you will not be able to get that account back. Well, it's a, it's a a risk you have to take exactly because you're if you put that much of an investment in something like an Instagram page. Remember, it's like your YouTube channel. Like that's a private platform, right? They could just whack your page for no reason. Just like here, like we're we're in my studio. Do I have to? <laughs> like if someone would show up like engineer my podcast and they're like awful yeah i don't have to do it right no i'm not doing it just like be like go to fiverr get someone to do it on there and instagram shouldn't have to keep anyone on their page they they need to have that ability to do that right that that's that's a risky thing man. like because i think about that a lot of these pages like because they do pull in a lot of these meme pages will pull in a lot of money yeah and it's like someone's full-time job and they're working like i said i know you know we know the same guy but yeah it's a full-time more than a full-time job yeah it's like you can't get away from it your phone's because, always because going you off. always have to be on your phone because there's always be people like the it's always the dms you got to respond to mm-hmm. there's the like what like we said if there's people who want to like if you want them to repost on their page you have to deal with that yeah. then you have to go through the money aspect of sleep. it it's they keep crazy out like crackhead hours mm-hmm. it's weird man uh-huh. but it's like like you said it's a full-time job basically but like there's so much stress behind it because you, yeah. like we said, you never know when that and that's page why you is see a lot down. of these. You know, the meme pages are always following my backup and stuff. Yeah, and I do it usually. Oh if, yeah, because if, if they entertain me, uh, I would encourage anyone to do that. If there's with these, if you're a big Instagram user, you like uh, a lot of meme pages and stuff. Yeah, like when they when they plug their their um, their backup page follow it if you support them because that's that's why they're doing it because they could get just destroyed at any second and their whole entire way of making a living is gone and especially we we were talking about the kind of money that goes into or can go into uh promos on these pages right that means if you see a big page like that this person not only just their time they could have invested a bunch of money yeah to get their page yeah i know one guy who has a uh or organically built page and he has in the six figures of followers. Yeah, it's not a meme page. It's organically built, and he is himself on this page. Okay. It has taken him a multiple years Yeah, to get there. I don't think people realize how much work it like goes into it. I would say, though, that a page like that, where it's more like your personal, because it's just this guy's personality and stuff, Yeah, and um, he's in fitness and stuff. Oh, okay, okay. What I'm trying to say is that I feel like that page is a little more likely to be secure from being deleted that's something like a meme page okay yeah. because his followers are going to be people who genuinely just like him exactly they're know? not there to they're not just you know idiot middle schoolers who just want to jump on the well i, I, I right. still don't like i like i was saying i still don't have an understanding of why you would want to do that exactly it's just like why would you <laughs> even if you don't like what someone's posting like you're gonna report them well did you know about the whole thing that was going on not too long ago with these private snapchats you know how that's a thing. Like uh, women create private Snapchats. You pay like, and men. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's yeah, I, yeah. They'll pay like fifty dollars a month through Pager on whatever yeah. you get access to it. Right. This is where your Instagram model will have a, a Snapchat that they charge premium, so they yeah. can put the good shit. Because ex- ex- yeah. you can't do that on Instagram. No, or you'll your account you'll get, will get yeah, taken get down. To, yeah, within a matter. You of can't minutes. have nude stuff on there. No. So yeah. Well, actually, I saw Amber a picture of Amber Rose like nude the other day on her account and never got flagged really i don't understand how that happened interesting but like um fuck, where was i going with this <laughs> you just sent everyone to that page it'll probably get deleted <laughs> now because everyone well, none of our listeners are those post reporters if you are stop listening <laughs> there was a thing like it was around december or so like last month where 
a lot of people were reporting these private Snapchats to the IRS, which is it's completely fucked up for someone. When to you do get that. paid through Patreon, when you get paid through PayPal, yeah, it's all reported to like PayPal reports it. Like right. it's not hit. You can't hide that income. Well, so the IRS already knows about this. But what about Venmo? Yeah, Venmo. Because sure. there are some people that do that. That uh, do sell their stuff through Venmo and well, Cash App. Venmo, I don't know about Cash App, but Venmo is not made for any type of business use. You're not allowed to. And that's do another thing too, because once people, some people get found out about that, they delete them well, off of Venmo. Yeah, Venmo. Will, yeah, and I've, <laughs> I know someone that that happened yeah. to. Yeah, Venmo yeah. will delete your shit. Right. Same. I don't know if the Cash App does so, yeah, it I like guess, that. Okay, or, maybe. So I, think, I could see if someone was, yeah, maybe they could get it. Maybe I'm wrong, but because I mean, yeah, people do run these pages like a like a business. It's yeah. a legit, and you should that if, that thing there. The the reporting, yeah, they're definitely businesses. Yeah, no doubt, serious ones. Right, with a lot of cash flowing through some of them. But yeah, a lot. But reporting the uh, private Snapchats and stuff. These mm-hmm. these models to the IRS. Yeah, I feel like that is even a different issue from the post reporters because that is. People who hate women. Yeah, a lot. Exactly. It's sexism. Mm. It's pissed off adolescent and college age dudes because they're mad that they'll probably never be able to get a girl like this in their mind. Losers, I'm not yeah. saying that they never will. It's in their mind they have this. I will never they probably won't. be able to find. They, they will not. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We'll, we'll be straight are, up about it. Yeah, but um, yeah. They, pissed off guys who are just mad that and insecure. You know, yeah, and, pro- and probably thing. if you look back, a lot of them probably DM'd this chick and then she curved him and then he that's went, a big thing too. That's a big thing. Like, that yeah. happens a good bit. That's so toxic. It is. I'm not one of those people who says that technology is the root of all evil of no. modern man. It's not. All of that stuff has always been there right. in human nature. But it's just we got new ways to express it. Exactly. Like Facebook. I think Facebook is very, uh, it, it can be a dangerous place. Yeah. For unhealthy sort of mental hygiene. Yeah. Because I don't think it makes people narcissistic it doesn't make people vain or jealous, but it gives them a place to act out those things. Yeah. It get like never before. You right. Because people can just look at other people's photos and you compare your life to theirs and you can just like brood, you know, That's like the biggest thing. Anakin yeah. Skywalker, like, you know. Mm-hmm. And I've seen all these studies where they've found that in the long run, people are made less happy by social media. Oh, oh I could see that easily can easily and see that. I think it's because it, you know, it gives people a place. Now not not everyone uses social media that way. Yeah. I used to have a really toxic relationship with like Facebook and stuff. I actually okay. deleted I deleted my Facebook and not just like turned it off, like I permanently per- deleted it. Yeah. About I don't know, 4 or 5 years ago Okay. because I found I would be sitting there this is when I was working, you know, like an office job and like in my downtime I would like look at Facebook and I would just like you know, I just had all these people on my page. And this was before, I, or at least maybe you could, but I don't know if I knew about it, if you could. Unfollow, you know. I didn't oh, want to yeah. unfriend people because yeah. it's like they will add you again because you pop up on their right. thing. But you can unfollow now. You kind of mute them from seeing them on your timeline. Yeah, you stay friends and they don't know about it, but you don't see their stupid posts. Right. They're, anyway, I'm getting, you know, hateful about no, it. No, no, you're But you're they, <clears throat> that's what I would do is I would just see like all this stuff that would just I mean, it would be people that, like, I'm just, like, just, like, hate these people and, like, or I'd be, honestly, I'd be jealous of some things or whatever, yeah. you know, I, I can admit that, but yeah. it's just, it was just a, I would, like, wallow in this. Mm-hmm. I would be, look at this thing, and, and not to mention the addictive part of it, 
where like I would just find myself in a loop. I'd just fall in a hole yeah. with this. I'd come home from work, sit down on the bed, you know, with my shoes still on, pull up the phone, look at it. Before you know it, two hours went by. Yep. And you're just, so it sucks up all my time and it pisses me off. Yep. And it makes me feel bad. Then I did that for a while, like just not thinking about it or knowing anybody. And then I realized one day that like, this is just not a good thing. So yeah. I was like, I got to get away from this because I'm not the type of person who can like, oh, I'm going to cut back. You know, obviously, right. you know, my history, like, you know, being being an addict and stuff, I can't yeah. just do a little bit. Right. Usually, right? So I had to, I had to just step completely away. Now, a few years later, I did get back on there and I spend most of my time, if I definitely will fall in the procrastinating hole with yeah. it, like the losing time or in that, maybe anybody out there, like, <laughs> you can let us know if you have any interesting stories about falling into one of those time warps. Yeah. You know, send us an email about like a it. Facebook K-hole, basically. K-hole, yeah. Yeah. Where you just start going and <laughs> you just can't move. It's like you're just and like and I still will do that, but I'll do that yeah. on Instagram and I'll do it with memes. Yep, and I, I find myself doing the exact same which thing. Which is way it's still not good, but it's nah. not. I don't find myself in that horrible state of mind. So and now I'm back on Facebook. I have a little better hygiene with it. Like I'll use that unfollow, and I would recommend that to anybody on Facebook. You know, if you find yourself in a whole, like unfollow those people. You know, yeah. if people like and people that just even if maybe you're not jealous, maybe you just. They piss you off. Like, oh, I, don't yeah. know, <laughs> I don't know if any, everybody's as angry as me. But well, like, no, cause like see I see dude, people like, I don't care about your lunch. Yeah. I don't care that you went to the gym. As soon as someone gets engaged, as soon as I see that picture, like, oh, oh yeah. I said yes, I they're gone. Because I don't want to see the onslaught of pictures. As soon as someone does the pregnancy announcement, oh, gone. Because yeah. I, yeah. I just can't. I don't want to see your ugly ass kid on my feed like every other day, dude. I like they are, they are. I I was so I don't care. Everything all look the same. Yep, they all look like potatoes. Yep, they're like, oh, this is so cute. I'm like, am I the only one who sees this fucking kid and wants to like vomit? Yeah, I'm done. Like, like it just makes me so mad to see a kid on social media. Like, and it's weird too that people post their kids on social media, man, because like. We live in a weird day and age where, like, a lot of perverts are on Facebook <laughs> looking at these kids. Like, I'm just saying. Like, people post, like, not... Perverts. They, they, po- they post more of their kids than their actual selves. And it's like, eh, it's kind of weird, man. And there, there's so many things that happen on Facebook that just drive me nuts. I mean, I the still... The humble like, brag thing. Like, yeah. Where they try to, like, just make it like, yeah, they just casually have, like, their watch in the background. It's yeah. like, bro, this whole picture is framed around your watch, yeah. you son of a bitch. Yeah. No one cares about <laughs> your watch. You know? I mean, like, I'll do... I find myself doing that sometimes, too. And I, like, I'll even find myself, like, still, like, posting stuff on Facebook I, just to I simply piss people off. Well, I do yeah, a lot, with, I do a lot of that with that's, Trump that's, stuff. That's, Oh, God. I don't do that. I, I do that a lot. I don't want to. I yeah. do that a lot. I can't handle that. And that's another thing of the politics on Facebook. What's that quote? Like, it don't never argue with a moron because they'll drag you down to their level and yeah. then beat you at their own game. Yeah, because, it's like, the one thing you find with, like, people, like, if you do political stuff on uh, Facebook, mm-hmm. half the time... I don't, I don't recommend that to anyone. No. Half the time, like... I guess you don't either. Because you you do it you you wouldn't recommend that as an as an activity. It's just kind of fun for maybe two minutes. Sure, it's like it's boring. Yeah, because half the time all it's going to be is like if you're arguing with a Trump supporter, mm-hmm. you're going to get called a libtard. It's going to be the only argument they have against you all year. It's not you're an a argument. libtard, it's exactly. Just... But they feel like it is for some reason. Well, yeah. So it's just one of those things, man. And it's even like I'll find myself like I'll find myself about to post something. I'll be like, okay, cool it. <laughs> I was I was probably I was like I should not have posted that like I, I've like literally deleted now, do you stuff. delete okay you do delete I've posts. deleted stuff before like after I've calmed myself down and been like 
And it happens. So, yeah. right, so I'm going to do, I just found a teachable moment in this. Okay. I'm going to, I'm going to break, break off some knowledge. So relating to the libtard topic. Yeah. That insult as an argument. Yeah. Which, like we said, it's not an argument. What that actually is. So when someone, if you've ever been in an argument with someone, okay, you make a point. Yeah. And they call you a name. Right. Or they insult you. Yeah. That's called an ad hominem attack. Ad okay. hominem. And what that means is an argument or a reaction directed against a person rather than the position they're maintaining. Okay. So that's what the libtard thing is. And you and you know that it's bullshit. You're making a point and their only response is to just call you a name. Yeah. So they never addressed your point. And right. that's an ad hominem attack. So if you are ever having a conversation with someone and that happens, well, that's what that is. Yeah. You know, so you can come back with them. <laughs> like, don't ad hominem me, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think they, they're going to They'd have to look that up to even know what that means. Or you just direct them to our show. Yeah. Where they can hear three hours of how much of a tool they are. Right. Have <laughs> you ever had like someone call you like a liberal or a libtard on uh, Facebook for a comment? No, because I don't, like I said, I, I stay out of that. It's funny. Yeah. I've had people call me liberal and stuff. I'm like, yeah. dude, I'm not even liberal. Right, right. Like, shut the fuck You're up. You're more of like a, a libertarian kind yeah, of Yeah, I have yeah. a lot of liberal... Like, some, sure. some of my stuff is liberal views. Like, I'm, I'm like very liberal on certain views. Like, uh, yeah, of course. Like gay marriage and shit like that. Like, as you should be. Like, there shouldn't be a problem with that whole thing. But then, like, I do have a libertarian sort of mindset with a lot of other things. Sure. So... Well, that's the thing. It, it People try to make it a binary thing. You're either one or the other... Dude, I've had, like, someone call me out before, like, they try to do this whole example, and they're like, oh, I don't know if you know what this means, because I work in a steel mill and everything. I'm like, dude, I work in a fucking steel mill. Like, I know exactly, I probably know more than what you're talking about you than mean, you mean, so wait, so this person is assuming, they think that you're quote-unquote liberal, which has become shorthand for you're a pussy. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So he thinks you're a pussy. Yeah. And he thinks that because you're liberal, you couldn't possibly understand this this man work. Yeah. Is that what he was trying to do? Basically, yeah. You're like he was probably just being like he was literally just being like, oh, I know you probably don't understand this. And I was like, and I don't post like my per like I don't post where I actually work on social media. This or was anything. on Facebook. Yeah, it was on Facebook. So I was like, yeah, it's kind of funny when I know exactly what the fuck you're talking about because I work in a steel mill. I'm actually at work right now. Like yeah. it's one of those things. I'm Facebooking at work. Yeah, I mean there yeah. is downtime in those jobs where you, you have can. a break. Of course. Yeah, yeah. And then yeah, it's. Yeah. But then there's like on the other end, like. When people make me mad and stuff, there was like this one dude who was arguing with me about stuff and he was bragging about how he was a truck driver or something. And he was just like, he was just saying dumb, ridiculous things and it was just making me mad. So I just kind of insulted him just to insult him. And I was like, I mean, I'm sorry you didn't really accomplish anything other than life than being a truck driver, but why do you have to take that out on me? Well, and that really set him off. Well, yeah, that's... And, and, and that's why I did it, because like, I, knew that, trifling, was, I but... knew that was going to happen. And then yeah. like, well, that's got... an ad hominem attack. You just attack the person, insulted them. And then it just got like, to Truck the drivers make a lot of money, actually. Yeah, no, they do, and I know that. It was just like it was just to make them yeah, mad. You, you know what I'm saying? I knew like, they make way more than I do, but it was just like, yeah, I just have to get a rise out of someone somehow because I'm having fun with this. Yeah, and then it just gets to the point where they're like, uh, "Oh, like where do you live in Pittsburgh? I'm about to drive up there and like beat your ass." And I'm see, like, there you go, you just won. Yeah, that's, that's it. I'm like, and then I was like, "If you could find me in East Liberty, man, come on over, let's go." <laughs> like, yeah, because that's when I was living in East Liberty. So yeah, it's just fun sometimes. It's fun, and <laughs> see, then I don't think toxic. that's fun because I just yeah, it's toxic, it's and very I just toxic. get I get too mad. I have such a, a temper, I can't. 
Oh, I do too. I don't want to put myself then, in like, that position. Like I said, like I just settle myself down, and then I'll either laugh about it or I'll just get mad about it and delete it. So yeah, Sometimes that's a high I'll risk. That's a high risk game you're playing. It is. <laughs> I've kind of stopped doing playing it games recently. with your emotions, but <laughs> <laughs> I've stopped doing it as much recently. But it still happens every once in a while. Yeah. And we are going to leave you with that for this episode of the Dark Side Podcast. It's been a good one. It has been a good one. A lot of co- topics. We covered some some serious ground. Very. Especially the Overwatch porn, the most serious one that we had. Yeah, guys. Uh, make sure to be following us on all social media platforms that we have right now. Um, Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. The YouTube channel is up and running now. At Dark Side Podcast, D A R C. If you guys have any feedback, any topics you want to hear us talk about, or if or you want to like, argue with us about things that we said today, yeah, that's always fun. Hit like, us up on email, darksidepodcast at gmail.com. That's about it. We'll catch you next week. Until next week, guys, Dave Viano, Matt Elias, with the Dark Side Podcast. Peace. Late.